Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of fandom access. I am ever faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, we have the season three premiere of Picard with us tonight. And we also have the Ark, the Mayfair Witches, and the Last of Us. Everything has a thought in front of it. I wanted to say the Picard, but I chose not to, even though I just did. But anyway, um, ladies, she'll be along shortly, and we can get rocking and rolling. Um, our show would have been longer if NBC could figure out what to do with Quantum Leap. I don't understand what the heck they're doing. Um, it was supposed to be back on. Then at the last minute, it wasn't. So hopefully we'll have Quantum Leap back next week. And the Mandalorian premieres on the 1st. So I don't even know what day of the week the 1st is. Is it Monday? Tuesday? Sunday? Let's see. Ah, that's next Wednesday. So won't be next week. It'll be the following week. We'll have Mandalorian. Um, what else have I been watching? Hmm. Pretty much nothing. <laughs> um, Box Machina, um, um on uh, Amazon Prime is such a fun show. If you like, uh, Dungeons and Dragons type stuff or, uh, really funny animated adult shows. Fox Machina is a lot of fun. Um, uh, what else I've been watching? I don't know if I talked about it, but I watched that 90s show a while ago when it first came out. It was all right. It was uh, better than I thought it was going to be. So that was good. Um, I feel like I don't watch anything but podcast shows anymore. Um, I've slowly been watching the Winchesters spinoff from Supernatural. Um, it's not bad. You know, after 15 years of Supernatural, uh, you kind of get the idea of what to expect. It's about Sam and Dean's parents, uh, which is weird because we already kind of knew their backstory and they seem to have changed a little, but I'm not really sure where it's going to go. It, 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 it'll hopefully make sense. And they just do wreck on everything. Uh, what else? I feel like I've been watching other stuff and I just don't know what that is. Um, oh, I have a co-host. Yay. Because I'm running out of things to talk about. Good evening. Hey, how are you? Good evening. Good. I should be able to. I'm in an elevator. Oh. I hope the call won't drop. But I have, do I hear Jamie? Okay. Hi, Jamie. And Jamie is Hi. coming in now. Sorry. I forgot the the phone I used was had been packed and like and then got unpacked and not put where it normally was. I had to go find it. Sorry. But I am here. Yay! We're all here. Happy Tuesday, guys. Happy Tuesday. 
Oh, we, uh, plugging my iPad. You hear me doing stuff. That's just me plugging my iPad in. Sorry, to die. That's all right. So we have a new show this week on our agenda. We have four shows tonight. I love springtime when there's more. Like... <laughs> well, we have Picard. Oh, Picard is new tonight. Never mind. Okay, yeah, I haven't gotten that. How can you forget yet. that show? We had like a a very no, messy. No, I remember that part. I meant I was trying to think what it was I watched that was new. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't had a chance. Oh, yeah. I got home not yeah. feeling well when I got back. So I had not done a lot of anything since then. But, no. uh, but I'm getting there. But uh, the other stuff I've seen, I did watch Last of Us. Good. Well, that's good. Which is the one that matters. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. So you guys want to get started with the arc then? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, there's a bug in my house. Um, yeah, let's talk about the arc. I just watched it last night, so it's fresh in my memory. Um, okay, remind me which episode this is. Uh, the asteroid was going to hit them. They were about to get wiped out by an asteroid, and they had to figure out how to, and they had no engines. Remember last week the girl turned the engines off? They diverted okay, all the water away from the engines, and then an asteroid yeah, was coming, and they had no engines to get away. Okay, I'll look it up. That just doesn't tell me what episode, so I know not. I look it up. Episode three, right? Episode three? Three. Three. Okay, that's, that's yeah, what three. I was asking. Okay. <laughs> that's what I was Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I'm just, I just want to look it up if I have it in front of me, so I don't say something I shouldn't. So, AJ, I heard you say that, that you liked it a little bit better. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, it was definitely, it was, it was definitely better than the first two. <laughs> now that's not saying much, but I definitely felt like yeah. it, it got a little bit better. I, you know what it is? I think episode three kind of slowed down a little bit, but it's still got some of the same problems. Um, every week, either Motormouth or 4-H Boy solves the problem. Every week. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, yeah, they're the only people who, uh, and they both continue to be characters that speak in exposition, right? Like, I was particularly irritated when, um, actually, one of, okay, so you know, somebody nicknamed him this week, they're calling him Farm Boy or Ag Boy or something like that, right? Yeah, Um, they called him Farm, Lane called him Farm Boy. There was a there was a part of the episode where he says, "Oh, I wish we could just get out and push," and they're like, "You're a genius." And he's like, "What did I say? What did I say?" And um, there was a line where he says, "Oh, if we could use the shuttle to push it, then we could have some inertia." Like he 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 like spoon fed the audience what the plan was, right? And I was just a little irritated because I felt like like when he they said, oh, "I wish we could push." Well, I, we're smart enough to get it, right? And here's a character that just has to, like, Motormouth and Farm Boy both seem to exist only to spoon-feed me, like, backstory and explanation of what I just saw on the screen. Did I disconnect? I hear you. Do you, you hear there, me? AJ? Yeah, you're here. Yeah, we can hear you. Did I lose everybody? I don't hear anything. Well, Let we me. can hear you. Try texting. 
Anyway, anyway, I don't know if anybody can hear me or not. What the heck? I'll I'll text her, but I can't text and talk at the same time, AJ. No, that's right. You and I will keep talking, and her call just dropped, so <laughs> she'll figure it out. I got text her that we hear. But anyway, yes, I feel like both those characters seem to only talk in, like, explanation to the audience. They're like the Greek chorus that just sort of doesn't uh, – they, they're just telling us what's going on. Um, and I feel like a lot of the dialogue continues to – uh, I still feel like a lot of the dialogue is really poorly written. Um, and I think oh, I texted you at some point. Dialogue's yeah. terrible. The dialogue is some of, I think I texted you, I was like, this is the worst writing on television, right? Um, I feel like it's really, um, yeah. So, so I agree with you guys. Yeah, I mean, you guys still, like I said before, obviously dislike it more than I did, but um, I, I, I well, don't even I, dislike the characters that you do. So. I, well, I, just like those I, I do think this one was better, though, because they finally got I, – I liked how they did the, the thing with the with the asteroid and the water and stuff. And, yes, I agree, they did explain it a little bit more well, than we did. But, or comment, yeah. whatever it is. That's right, they just comment. But um, – but um, I thought I, I liked how they did it. I liked how it went down. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> I mean, I, look, I agree. It was better. It was better. Like the story was better, and and like the action of the episode was better. The dialogue and the writing yeah. is still bad, and the acting is still uneven. But story wise, it was better for sure. Yes. Um, yes. That is. That is kind of what I was getting at earlier. Um, it, you know what, though? Um, tells, I mean, this this has always been a telltale sign for us when we're watching a show. I don't actually know anybody's name. I know one character's name, and that's Cat. Cat, uh, the, uh, the, the, the sexy therapist. The, the therapist lady. And actually, i got to say, I actually – was impressed with her character this week because she she actually might actually turn out to be the most useful person on the ship. Because, you know, she's all excited to finally be in the shower and she hears, you know, uh, the other girl, the... the, the Kerchief girl. Engineer, the engineer girl crying. And she's like, and Kat, she's like, Pat's so annoyed. She's like, ah. She's like, fine. She's like, come on, let's go talk, you know. But she's helpful, you know. She's, in spite of herself, yeah. she's actually, she's actually helping people. So, she's like a horrible person who's actually a nice person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she's trying hard to be a jerk, but she's actually kind of nice. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think she's also the one that was the least equipped to deal with being there too. Like, she went there to do her social media thing or whatever. Like, there was never any expectation that she would have to right. do more than that. Cause that. So she's actually got more, it's probably harder for her to have to adjust, I guess. Although, it does kind of appear that nobody thought they would have to do anything. Like, this is the biggest bunch of whiny babies. Like, yeah. they're all like, there's no water. We're not soldiers. We're not, we're not soldiers. I'm like, 
okay, you're not a soldier, but you did sign up to fly to another planet and start a colony to save humanity. Like, did you think it was going to be like a party the whole time, right? Like, I don't understand yeah. why they're so they're so whiny and averse to work thing, and stuff. The only thing I can think is that maybe they were the plan to like to colonize after everything was set up and everything was all like they weren't maybe supposed to have to do any of it. No, but yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, they and absolutely, was, they absolutely were. No, it, it was said like it, either. Yeah. It was said either. I forget which episode they said it. But they said they were supposed to sleep the whole way and wake up one week before they landed to prepare, and then they were going to do all the colonizing. They weren't going to just, like, not have to do anything and wake up and be like, here's a colony. No, no, no. But what I mean is the planet wasn't supposed to be set up when they got there. That's what I'm trying to remember. No, they're no, the first people no, to get there. They're, they're going, going there to set it up. It's Arc okay, 1. They're the first sure. people. Okay. But, yeah, they should have expected it wasn't going to be some easy journey. I agree with you. And they never stop whining, like, all these people, carried. right? They never, <laughs> Sorry. they never stop whining. They never stop whining about how hard their life is. Um, which, okay, the other thing is, okay, I'm sorry that this is hard, but isn't the alternative to be wiped out on Earth? Like Earth is being wiped out, so you could stay home and die. Yeah, there's but that. But you, you signed, <laughs> you signed up to colonize a planet, like. And I mean, as for so Jamie. Jamie, you you made this remark like you don't dislike the characters as much as maybe Agent and I do. I'm not sure I dislike the characters as much as I just don't like any of the characters. With the exception of maybe Kat, yes. there's nobody who I find truly likable. And in particular, my I'm really I'm really like more and more set that I hate. So there's the three lieutenants who are in charge: the curly girl, the Scottish guy. And like the darker colored guy, the guy who, the guy who with the the dark the hair, who, right? What the mean guy? Did you call the him? Mean guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he is the worst. He is the worst whiner and the worst jerk, and he's just downright unpleasant. And no matter what anybody says to him, he's got some snarky comment and a problem with it. He's just a jerk. And Scottish guy, I think he's supposed to be like a lovable rogue, but he's actually a gigantic liability. Um, uh, who uh, we're going to find out probably that he got kicked out of being a pilot for me, like, right? Like, this guy doesn't listen to anything. He already almost got his hands burned off by by alien ice last week, and now he's like, like, that guy's, the, these two are the worst, and, like, that curly-haired girl, like, no wonder she wants to kill them both. They're the worst, but she's not really likable. E Like, I just don't like any of them. I just don't really like any of the characters. Well, and I was, well, I was kind of you, liking you, you, I don't biker. really dislike any of the characters. And then you go through and explain what you dislike. You're funny. <laughs> I just don't like, yeah, I just don't, there's nobody that's likable to me yet. I mean, I, I kind of like Engineer Girl with the kerchief. Um, she's, I kind of like her, I guess. Um, and I thought I was kind of liking Solid Waste Guy, who was, like, kind of flirting with Ma- Maya, Motormouth Maya. Maya? Um, he was up to something from day until, one. Until he, he turns he out that he's like he's like up to something, right? He like obviously is way yeah. smarter than he lets on, and he's like using her and spying on her. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's so, so. Yeah. He's he's another he's another one of the people that probably aren't who they say they are. Yeah, which appears to be almost everyone on I, the entire ship. Comment on that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. 
Like well, everyone is not who they say they are. The female lieutenant we see at the end there that you know what her big secret is that she uh, she murdered some biker that was getting a little handsy with her. She killed and the, and the really bad thing right? is, yeah, and she slashed his throat, kind of like what happened to the guy in the closet. Yeah, but I don't think she killed that guy in the but closet. It's too obvious. No, I don't think she did either. I think I think I think that's too obvious, and I also think it's too obvious that since they already started trying to make it look like it might have been Engineer Girl because of her comments about him. Uh, yeah, that's too obvious. During her also. therapy session, so that's so that's too obvious. It's it's going to be somebody we don't even see coming. For some, you I know, think it will be it surprised make sense by yet. what you find out. But I won't say anything else because I'm watching what I say. Oh, you I know who killed him? I think. Yeah. Uh, well, I have an idea who killed him, but I know something you don't know yet that you'll find out soon. Okay. <laughs> that I can't say because it'll explain more, but you'll see. Okay. I think it's a little curly. Weird. I will say it's a little weird, but. Uh... Well, a lot of weird so, things on this so, show right now, but. AJ, well, it's, not, it's not clear to me from what we saw if Curly, when she killed that man, was she already in the military or not? Like, it's not clear to me how old that is and, and that video. And I wonder if, like, she kills a guy and instead of prison, she's diverted into the military and is, like, reformed now. Well, or does she have a powerful relative who, like, put her onto this crew to get her out of, out of trouble, yeah. right, to get her off the planet to not go to jail? Do you not remember the picture mm-hmm. when she was looking at the picture? Her yeah, father I saw that. is the guy that cre- Yeah, her father is the guy that created the ark. Right, but it's not. So that's clear that's, to her, me. that's 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 her, her powerful relative. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at least I would think. Well, so. I mean, she never says it's her father, but it's implied that it's her father. Like well, she okay. says, I All wish you would have taken the right. Yeah, it's implied that he's her father or someone very close to her. She says, "Like I wish you would have taken the the pod next to mine, but you wouldn't." Yeah, all right. like, either father, or father or men, either father or mentor, father figure yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still not yeah, clear. The, was she already in the military yeah. when she when she kills this guy? Well, or we do know whatever. See, I don't I don't think she was because that's whatever her she whatever name she's going by on the ship isn't even her name because the guy in the closet. That that right before yeah. he died, and he's you know threatening her. He uh, he was like, I don't remember what name he said. I can't remember her name. Yeah. I don't remember what name he said. Yeah. But yeah, whatever name he said wasn't her name. And basically, right. he was like, I know who you are. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, nobody on the ship is who we think they are. Yeah. Which which makes for a very interesting whodunit. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 um, you know, I actually kind of like um, the Scottish guy a little bit. I know, I know you don't like him, and and you're not wrong. Like something's up with him too. Um, like he was being very cagey when the doctor was like, "Hey, your uh, medical records aren't up to date. I need to give you a physical." And he's like, "Okay, let's let's wait and see if we die first. And if we live, then I, you know, I'll stop by." Um, so he's definitely up to something, but. He's at least some. I kind of like him a little bit. You know, he's. I mean, I guess he's your typical. Like you say, he's he's supposed to be that bad boy rogue, which he kind of is a little bit. So I don't totally hate him. Um, and speaking well, he's of the not doctor, like an outright jerk like that other guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, speaking of the doctor, 
she's now self-medicating. I mean, I'm sorry. And this is this is a script problem here. Okay. So obvious. She has so been given. Dumb. She has been she has been given a direct order by three different people above her to get some rest. Get some rest. Yeah. And she keeps ignoring them, and now she's going to self-medicate because, oh, I'm the only doctor. I have to save all these lives. No, you don't because nobody is in dire straits that they're going to die in the next five hours, you know, six hours, seven hours, yeah. eight hours, whatever, whatever you need to get some rest so that you can – because she's actually going to do people more damage than good by being as tired as she is. I mean, how much easier is it, you know, you, you – you, you know, you're like, oh, I got to cut this out of this person's arm. And the next thing you know, you split their throat because you closed your eyes for 30 seconds because you're falling asleep while you're, you know, operating on somebody. Well, that's how the, that's how the drugs got stolen. She fell asleep and while somebody was stealing yeah. all the medication, all the, yeah, exactly. you know, to have a rave. Have which is, take I'm sorry. A nap. I'm just thinking of us thinking you have to take a nap sometimes. <laughs> it's a ridiculous. I mean, to me, it's a ridiculous story point that somebody broke in and sold the drugs to have a rave. I mean, they really. Actually, I mean, this is my. Actually, that kind of that makes sense. Actually, but it yeah, does. Like this is this is my problem. This is part of my problem that they have chosen the worst possible bunch of people to send. Like these people are supposed to be the best and the brightest and the smartest at what they do. They're not in the military, but they're not a bunch of yahoos, but in fact, they behave like a bunch of yahoos. It's like they just scooped 100 people off the street and threw them on the ship, right? Like, these are supposed to be the best that humanity has to offer to go and repopulate, like, save us on another planet. But in fact, they're just a bunch of jokers that they just, like, were, like, the first 100 people who show up, like... It's just to me, how how do they possibly have such an unserious bunch of people that that? Yeah. yeah. I, so I've got problems with that part of the writing that they're just like, oh yeah, let's steal all the drugs and have a rave. Like what the what the what? I, I mean, it's just, <laughs> I think they've given just, up at that point to be fair. But no, they're like but, I'd rather die than have a few that's hours. That's the point. Left. If they were people who gave up, they would have stayed on the earth. These yeah, are the people who are who are the most committed to doing whatever it takes to save humanity. And at the first sign of the first sign of trouble, they have a food fight last week and they have a rave this week, right? Like what? The I, actually, I mean, actually, it was actually uh-huh. like the third sign of trouble. <laughs> okay, whatever, AJ. Don't. I mean, come on. These are not. No, no. I agree with you. No, I, I, I agree with you. It's a deeply unserious group of people. Except for there's Motormouth and Farm Boy, and everybody else is a complete joker off the street. It just except so that kind except of Motormouth and Farm me. Motormouth no, Motor and Farm Boy annoy the hell out of me. <laughs> well, because they're not real people; they're just exposition givers. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I did think it was generally better. I, I, I did kind of enjoy that whole sequence where a Scottish boy is trying to start the, the, um, the shuttle and like it fails yeah. every single time, which I think is not what I was expecting. <laughs> like I thought the yeah, show was like going to follow. Yeah. I thought the show was going to follow like the expected kind of thing where on the second try they'd get it and he would save the day. And uh, that was an enjoyable sequence. And then at the end, he's like, I fixed it after everything's done, right? Like that. Yeah. I did enjoy that a lot. Um, I think we're going to find out. Um, 
AJ, you talked about him and his medical records being incomplete and he's avoiding the doctor or whatever. Uh, there was a point where somebody, big piece of exposition, he was a legend at the Academy and one of the greatest pilots ever. Oh, why is he a navigator now? Why did he quit flying? I don't know. I think we're going to find out that he had some medical condition that disqualified him from being allowed to fly. Probably. Um, and that he's hiding uh, from everyone. And that's why he doesn't want to. That's why he became a navigator, and that's why he won't, like, let the doctor check him out. It turned out that he has, like, I don't know, some sort of, like, I don't know, he has epilepsy or something something, something. that disqualifies <laughs> you from being a pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, which is really not that big a secret compared to killed a man in a bar and got away with it. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know, you know, um, it, and yet she's the, best, about... she's the best leader they've got right now. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Um, the uh, you, you know what cracks me up is, you know, it, it, and that's the thing. You're writing a show about space exploration. It's the future. Did I ever say what year it's supposed to be? I mean, not that it matters, really. I was just curious. No. Um, you know, so it's, it's clearly futuristic. It's space exploration. Yet, and I, I see this all the time, but... So, you know, don't get me wrong. Some people do it really great, and other people, they, they kind of forget that they're supposed to be writing about the future. And they write, like, if it was the now with certain things. And it just – it always cracks me up. You know, I mean, I you know, we've come a long way in the past couple of years as as a planet in, in certain degrees. And I think I, – I always think it's funny. It's something minor, but – it just it cracks me up. It's the future, and everybody is still hung up on nudity. <laughs> he come when he comes into the shower with the, the three women in there. They're like, "This is the ladies' room," and he's like, "Yeah, well, the men's room got a hole in it, so this is now the co-ed shower." And every time I see something like this where they make a big deal about about nudity, I think about Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers, which was made what thirty years ago. That was a futuristic movie, yeah. and they didn't even blink an eye. Oh, they does. were like, well, it's the future. It's the future. Everything should, I'm sure everything's poetic in the future, and people are going to stop being so prudish about everything, and they're just going to be like, whatever. You know, Wait. I always think about Starship, the shower scene in Starship Troopers whenever I see something like this. It's just funny. Battlestar Galactica also was fully, like, co-ed, I think, oh, right? Oh, did they? I think yeah, Battlestar was, like, a remake. fully co-ed situation. Um. Actually, to your point, I was a little surprised also, like, so we've got, like, space travel, interstellar travel, and cryosleep, and all this kind of stuff that we need, right? But medicine, like, uh, do you remember last week when the security guy, farm boys asking security guy all these questions about the knife and everything, fingerprints, this and that, and, and security man goes, well, I don't have a DNA lab on the ship, so I really can't tell. And I was like, oh, wait. Why not? It, like, they can't sequence DNA. Like, their computer, like, they can fly across, right? They've got all this advanced technology to fly around yeah. space. Um, but they can't, like, I mean, on Star Trek, they just whip out a tricorder and they have your whole genome in one <laughs> second, right? Like, they check your DNA in a yeah. second. Like, it's interesting, like, that the way different shows advance some technologies in our, like medicine is not very advanced. There's no holographic doctor. No. There's no like 
intense imaging. She's very limited in what she can do in her sick bay kind of thing. Um, I don't know. Sometimes uh, I think that's not necessarily. I agree with you. In this case, it doesn't make sense, and it's kind of like a. It's done. I think is a reason of why they can't solve it. But sometimes I think it's bad if they have all the technology, though, because then it's like they can yes. just fix everything in yes. a second. So sometimes that's not bad. Yeah. Like, because then no it's like magic. Why they don't have it? Like, there could be a better reason. Like, why couldn't it be something like, oh, the DNA sequencer was destroyed when we lost part of the ship, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Then it yeah. would be a yeah. little bit yeah. more better. Yeah. No. It, yeah. You, you, you're not wrong, Jamie. That that, that is true. But it the what Karen's saying, and I agree, is that the it, it doesn't flow together. You know what I mean? It's like right. this we are light years ahead, but this, which is actually easier to be light years ahead in, we are behind. <laughs> Wait, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's what I was saying, you know, jokingly about the whole shower situation. It's like sometimes they write in the now. Like the doctor, all the medical stuff, that is very now, whereas all the flight stuff is very futuristic. It's like you, you, can't, you can't really – you need to have both, you know? I mean – most future, you know, shows where you have space exploration, medicine has 90% of the time. I can't think of another show where the medicine wasn't better, you know, mm-hmm. at least in like some regard. I never really thought was about that? it. I said I was trying to think of in Stargate if, if they necessarily have stuff like that more advanced, but they do have like, you know, FTL drives and stuff. I hadn't yeah. really thought about it. You don't really think I about actually, it unless it comes up, like, now. Yeah. But it probably... I actually can't remember the last, like, space-age futuristic show or movie I saw where the medicine was an actual pill. Like, it's almost always like a hypo spray in, the, in futuristic. Like, that doctor had yeah. a bowl, like, a candy dish full of pills on her desk. Like, they sold <laughs> pills, they took pills, and she's got a candy dish full of random pills on her desk that she, like... So she took it like it's like watching a little kid sneak an extra candy on like yeah. at, on Christmas. My nephew, who's four, kept sneaking Hershey Kisses, and that's exactly how he did it. And I only caught him by the trail <laughs> of silver wrappers on the floor. But he was like trying to secretly put it in his mouth while like in the like. I'm sorry, doctor. Why don't you like turn your back and excuse yourself? Like if I was gonna illegally what? take pills, but it was crazy, right? But. But more importantly, you know I guess I'm getting off track, but it was a pill. I never see pills in no, the future. You know what the funny thing is, though? There was nobody around her. Who was she hiding from? <laughs> Herself. She feels guilty. Uh, yeah. I guess it was some kind of upper, right? Because she's not – I mean, she's trying to stay awake. Uh, she needs to go to Cat yeah, for a little well, counseling. That's, that's, cor- she's going to get to yeah, Cat's Corner. Cat's corner. Yeah, that's not going to end well either. That's the whole doctor thing. And she's the only doctor, and uh, we got a little doctor heal myself. I mean, I don't really dislike the doctor, and, and I think, you know, the idea, particularly in the first two episodes when there were so many injured and everybody was having a heat stroke and whatever, but I think you're right that in this episode, they did not, she doesn't have an overflowing sick bay. And she's like, I can't, I got to treat people, I got to treat people, but there's not like a emergency medical situation going on right now, right? Well, but maybe she feels like she's yeah. got to save everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but even... It's not a good excuse. I mean, the, the, the security... Part of it. 
the security guy, you know, right before she takes the pill says, hey, listen, I've got some, you know, I, he goes, I can't diagnose anything, but I have some medical training, you know. He's like, I can help and you. And I can you help know, you a little bit, yeah. And she's like, and oh, fine, I'll call you. It doesn't take a month. Oh, that's great, yeah. <laughs> Oh, great. I'll call you after I take this upper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're – so some of the things that I think are supposed to be funny are painful. Like, to me, Motormouth Maya is more painful than funny. Yeah. But I do think they're Very doing painful. some humor. Like, the whole thing – like I said, the whole thing of um of trying to start the shuttle was, like, humorous and kind of funny. Yeah, that was good. And I do, I do kind of appreciate – this is – we're now, like, second or third episode – and, like, these little random throwaway comments about not wanting to be a cannibal. Like, it's like if I die, don't put me in that machine. I don't want you guys eating me. Like, these ongoing little yeah. comments about cannibalism I think are pretty kind of funny. And, and like, there's not too many of them. There's joke. just enough that I'm like, oh, that's a funny running joke that yeah. you're not believing. I think doing, like, that kind of humor stuff is working pretty well, I think, better than some of the drama. Yeah, it, it, running running jokes work well as, as long as they're not overdone. And so far, the cannibal joke has been used just right. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing um, – I mean, that's – yeah. Not that total – they're doing that a little bit better than the drama. But actually, the storyline of the drama is fine. It's, I mean, it's really mainly the – it's mainly the dialogue that I object to on the show, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, some aspects have gotten better. I felt like the first week they tried to jam too much down our throats, um, and too much, you know, too much uh, exposition. It's it's really it's the dialogue that's killing it for me. The uh, the story the story itself is intriguing. I like the concept. They just got to kind of like I said this. I think I said this last week. They just got to kind of fine tune it a little bit, and hopefully they do in the next episode a little more yeah and then but i also don't i also don't want a catastrophic event every week are there Uh, more run like you'd like to see a lot of of about finding resources and that type of thing i think is kind of at least i think i've seen one more than you have i want to say i haven't seen that much but um it's it's a little different the episode yeah but, like um, AJ, that's why I said I'm not sure where it's going to go after that. You know, I'm not sure where it's headed. I guess it depends what direction they take it. I mean, the murder mystery is definitely not a slow burn, right? Like, which makes sense. Like, I, there was this point in the yeah. episode where security man is like, "Oh, blah blah blah, murder, blah blah blah," and. And Cur- I think it's Curly Girl who's like, um, we're literally like maybe going to die in the next 40 minutes. <laughs> so is this our priority right now? Um, <laughs> and so um, I get that well, it's a slow burn. Like, I don't mind the slow burn of it. I just thought of something. Um, do you either, well, Jamie might know, but do you have any theory on who sent. Uh, the mean guy, the mean lieutenant, who sent him the text saying, to, hey, the, the guy that died, he had a secret compartment. Uh, he had some stuff back there. Oh, no. Go I look. don't know about that. 
see. I'm thinking, yeah. I don't know who we I had is, kind but of, I'm thinking. That I hadn't really thought it maybe through. I just kind of killer. assumed it was the person that murdered him, but maybe not. I hadn't thought about see, that's it. Kind of what, that's, I think it's the killer. That's kind of what I always think. That's, I think it's the killer, too, because if the killer knows about that tape, then right. it makes it look like she it did it. it makes her guilty. Yeah, that's exactly. kind of how It I makes it look it. like she did it, yeah. so... It, yeah, so I think it, I think that that was kind of what I was thinking. So anyway, killer's trying to deflect attention onto her. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it could be. I mean, I don't think it's solid. Solid waste boy has a secret. I don't think that's it. I don't think he's the killer necessarily. I don't think we've really met anyone who has a real motive for killing him. Um, no, not yet. Actually, it's funny because she does have a motive, but I don't think it was her. Curly? Yeah. I mean, she only has a motive if she knew he had that tape, and that's unclear. That, Right? And, well, okay, engineer she, girl holds him responsible for her yeah. death, but that's too obvious, as you said. Yeah, no, that's, that's a big leap. But, see, you know, knowing what we know about curly hair tells us that she's totally capable of it. <laughs> but, again, I think it's just a red herring. So... Yeah, I think it's a red herring. Anyway. Episode three is way too early for that. Um, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'd like to see All right. them, yeah. I mean, I think, um, yeah, we're almost done. I, I Circling back to yeah, how easy you do you think, and, and Jamie, you might know a little more, but I'd like to see people besides Motor Mouth and Farm Boy have some ideas about how to fix stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd also well, and I'd also the, see somebody I say that um, engineer did some stuff too. But yeah, they mostly yeah. are the ones. Yeah, that... yeah, it was her and idea also, to blow I, a hole in the side, which was a good idea. And I'd also like to see somebody besides like you know Motormouth Maya gives these long, long, long explanations about science and physics and this and that and that, and like other people can also know stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, like she's like with her, Wikipedia. The, the problem with her is somebody could say, "What's your favorite color?" and she could say, "The color blue." And the funny thing about the color blue—you know what I mean? <laughs> it was derived from a pigment from the ancient Egyptians. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like I mean, I I yeah. think that's her, a personality tick of hers, but it, it's not. Um, it's annoying. Endearing, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it, no. but okay. So right. I know you want to wrap it up, but it was better this week. It was better this week. Yes, yes. Good. I'm glad. All right. All right. So make fair right along. Make your witches. Rest in peace, Tessa. Well, yeah. Wait, she, well, yeah, okay. I guess she is. She was dead. That's right. She was bleeding out. I forgot. It kind of sucked for her the way she got killed. I was a little spoiled that she got killed because I read Jamie's interview with her. Um, oh. And so. Oh, you're I wasn't. Okay, never mind. See, I missed the first sentence you said, and I thought you were talking about Tess on Last of Us, and I'm like, what? I'm oh, like, no, no. Tess, Tess on oh, Major Yeah. Yes. Tess on Major To be fair, yeah. let's preface that since you said that. You only knew that because you, you know, you worked there and you're helping me transcribe it. You make it sound like yes, I just yes, yes, yes. I read it but, in advance uh, of it being. Jamie didn't post it early. I read it in advance of it being. I posted. needed her help transcribing um, it since I was going to be home. So yes. Uh, so I, I listened to it before it went up, but 
but I didn't know. So I knew she was going to make it, but I didn't know how it was going to happen. And it was kind of shitty. Like you think she's going to be rescued, and then she gets shot at the last second. Poor thing. Like yeah, I thought, I was like, oh, she didn't really catch on fire. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no, um, you didn't. But I mean, I thought I was surprised. So did we like this episode better? I mean, at least stuff happened in this episode. Um, and we and Lasher kind of, you know, we knew what was going to happen. We kind of knew, but, you know. Um, yeah, I think he was the only one that really completely thought he was going to follow her and help her, which I think it was kind of sad because, like, she, you know, um, Rowan, like, didn't want her to take it, right? And she's like, this is yeah. so horrible, this is so horrible, and everybody's telling this girl, who's, who's young and, and naive in a way, and they're like, you know, this is this great thing, and she's being brave and taking it, and then he, like, totally screws her, um, or at least that's what it seems like. So, yeah, not not great for her. It was kind of sad, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. I, I really figured Rowan would make it, and then even when she made it at the very end, I figured she'd save her and kill all those people, so... I mean, so uh, AJ's being quiet, and I'm going to ask you, of course, about the book in a minute, but I feel like this was, you know, Jamie, you said, like, all these other witches are like, Lasher's great. We were all killed to have Lasher, like, glom onto us, and Rowan, what's wrong with you that you, and I felt like this was sort of, I mean, to me, it was kind of, like, more proof that Lasher's, like, a bad guy. Like, Lasher was going to let Tessa be burned to death. As a way to manipulate, as a way to manipulate, like Lasher was willing to let Tessa not just die, but be, die a painful horror. Let a witch of the Mayfair family, to whom he's bound, die a horrible death, purely so he could manipulate Rowan into coming back to him. Like he's like, she has to die so Rowan will react, and I can get Rowan back. And I'm like. Like, Lasher is the worst, right? This is more proof that Lasher, like, like, I would think that maybe Tessa's family would be like, Lasher, you suck after this, right? Like, Lasher has it in his past. I, I don't know, but I think just because Lasher, like, is bound to Rowan doesn't mean he couldn't intercede to save Tessa, right? He, he, he appears to Harry Hamlin. He appears to Cyprian. He killed that guy who killed Deidre. He possessed that guy and killed him, like, Lasher could have saved Tessa, but he didn't only because of Rowan, and that's shitty. Right, I'm sorry, that's bad. I, should... that I would think that he could have. I mean, I don't know enough about the book. I would definitely, from what you're saying and from what happened, think he could have. But I don't know the... <laughs> I don't, like I said, I know why AJ's not saying anything. It's not exactly what, at least in my opinion, was not what I was led to believe was happening. Right. So I'll just leave it. Does that sound a good way to explain it, AJ? Yeah. Well, uh, is he still there? He's oh, okay. Yeah, I he's just here completely. I, I hear right. listening because here's here's the funny thing. Like, all right, put um, I, I can actually I can actually put the book aside and just talk about what I saw in the episode for this little part here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think it's funny that you both took it a different way than I did. And I don't think you guys completely took it the same way. Um, so 
and this was told to us in the show, not just what I know from the book, in the show, Lasher has to do the bidding of the witch he's bound to. He cannot just ignore them. Which means what I was seeing was they broke their own rules on the show. All right, if he was still bound I, to Rowan when Rowan, when Rowan really called him, that was what but I then why didn't he? But, re- I, but he doesn't. Re- but he doesn't respond to Rowan when Rowan true. calls him. But he, he doesn't respond when Tessa calls him. He doesn't respond. So if this ritual actually worked and he was bound to Tessa, then he should have re- responded to her because he doesn't have no, but I a think choice. That was the point. At least that's what I thought was but, the was but kind Jamie, of the that's thing. Is you're right, it makes sense. I thought it was kind so of like, with, the, like neither of them. I mean, they even say it right. in this episode. They're like, wait, he's not with Rowan. He's not with Tessa. Where the hell is he? Which, but isn't that kind of the point? I, I mean, I'm assuming the finale is what happens in the book. I'm gonna no, assume. Well, so all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's let's let's. Look. Okay, hold on. Let's, let's let's just say it's not exactly. I, I know what. what it, I, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I like again. I'm. I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about because I think I see it going that way. But, again, the book aside, what we're being given on the TV show broke their own rule. The rule is he is bound to the witch. Okay? Right. What I'm saying is I think that's the point is you're supposed to wonder what the hell is going on that that happened. At least that's how I should it. Like, that's the thing. Why did it not happen the right way? should but that's the problem. You can't, and this is true of any TV show, not just because I'm annoyed with how they've screwed up the book, but any TV show, and we've complained about things like this with other TV shows, you give us a set of rules, and then you break your own rule to fit the narrative that you want to tell. It's bad storytelling. Okay? But see, we I have been told that way because I took it that the reason that it didn't follow the rules is because of what you find out in the next episode. That's what I'm saying. I, like but, I, I'm taking but it Jamie, that's about not, the next, But we're not there yes, yet. Yes, I but know. We're not there yet. But I have the I have the problem of having seen the explanation. So it's okay, hard for me hold to on. see it. I have without having, I have the problem. I have the problem of knowing what probably happens in the next episode because I've read the book. But I'm talking about what we've seen on the show. So there's something you got to forget about yes, what you see in the next episode. It's hard for me to go back and be like, well, before that, I don't know. Like, I don't remember yeah, at the end of the. I'm, I remember at well, the end my, of the episode right. trying to figure out. Right here, I, I know nothing. Completely put aside the finale. What I'm saying is the rules that people have said. Lasher is bound to the witch. He has to do. I mean, Harry Halen has said it numerous times. He has to do your bidding. He is, you know, he, you control him, not the other way around. He, he said it to Deatra. He said it to um, Rowan. He has said it, like I said, numerous times, okay? These are the rules. This is what they've given us. They say, okay, here are the rules. This is what we have to follow. Go. And then they say, oh, wait, that doesn't work for what we want to do here. So, oh, screw it. We're just going to be like, oh, we don't know what happened. This is weird. And they never explain it. And regardless of what they explain, they still broke their own rules. Now, could, now the argument you guys were making, could Lasher have helped Tessa just because he can go, because like you said, other people have seen him? He could have absolutely. Does Lasher even know what's happening to Tessa? I have no idea. Nobody knows. I mean, where the hell is Lasher even? I mean, speaking of rule breaking, um, 
Cyprian touches an object, and he gets this little glowy window that opens up, and he sees into, you know, he sees the memory, okay, from the object. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the necklace, with a necklace, I don't know where the fuck he is, okay? That, he should have touched the necklace, and it should open up a little window so he could see what he wanted to see, the history. He should not be in that history. That makes no sense based on, again, on the rules that we started with, okay? No sense whatsoever. Here's an even better question. How did Cyprian get the necklace in the first place? Well, the necklace was the key that the jailer was wearing around his neck, and I thought, like, from what I I saw on the screen, I think think that, that, that he charmed it at that moment. Right, but here's my question. Think about this. I, I, I know what you're saying, Karen, but that's what we see in the flashback. How did Cyprian get the necklace in the first place when the other Palamasca woman puts it in his hand? How did he get that? Where did it come from? I'm trying to remember where it was. The last time I when remember Rowan, is Ro- when Rowan, Rowan had it, it when they were doing the ceremony. Didn't she Rowan have it during the ceremony? Exactly. Yes, they have it at the ceremony. Yes. So it disappeared at the ceremony, but how did he have it in the first place that she had it? That's what, that is a big, yeah. This is is an issue of not having enough episodes and stuff is happening off screen that is not explained to us. And they could have written one line and been like, Cyprian, where'd you get that? That, Oh, after her own puked it up, she gave it to me. But she well, did. She, she pukes it up. I mean, she pukes it up, and they immediately give it to Tessa. They give wait, it to, when she pukes it up, they give it to Tessa. Answer one question for me, because I don't want to get ahead with, with what I'm thinking, and maybe I'm getting confused. What, what happened in regards to Cyprian at the end of the episode? Like, where is he at at the he end of the back. episode? He came back. He came back. He back. killed, he okay, killed he himself did. and came back. Okay, he did come back. Okay, that answers my question. Yeah. Well, because from what I got out of it, or at least what I'm remembering, I took it that whenever she, like, puked it up or whatever, it disappeared. That was why it disappeared. But, like, he's, you're right. He wouldn't have had it in the first place. It doesn't make sense how he had it. Like, it was at two places at once. Yeah. I, I kind of liken the necklace to John Locke's compass. It just shows up when you need it, and you can't track it. You track it. You can't watch the show anymore. Yeah, because when Rowan puked it out, um, auntie, uh, one of the aunties picked it up and carries it around and gives it to Tessa, right? It doesn't go home mm-hmm. with yeah. her. Although it does have a tendency right. to just appear places sometimes. It seems but to be see, able to... See, that's where I took it like it went from the memory to Rowan, and that's why he lost it. That was what I thought was supposed to have happened, but I don't know how he got it in the first place. That part I don't know. Yeah. I mean, so I hear well, you see, on the that, And that's my thing, and... because when, well, see, that's the thing. Rowan had the necklace when they were stuck in the house. Cyprian, yeah. like, was, he went, you know, Lasher went whoosh, and Cyprian disappeared and, and somehow ended up back in his apartment. Rowan still had the necklace on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So unless, unless, they, unless it's a uh, goof by the continuity department that screwed up and forgot to take it off of her once Cyprian was gone, 
Like, if he had had it before that, like, you know what I mean? Unless they screwed that up, I, I, I don't understand. They, then they just totally yeah. screwed up. And they went, eh, nobody will notice. I, yes. I think they're glossing over action. Maybe by not having enough episodes, they're glossing over stuff that is maybe not wholly important, but is important and noticed by people like us who are like, wait, where did that come from? Why is that happening, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, and in terms of, uh, it's annoying, but uh, like I have bigger issues in terms of like other things about the rules, like this idea that can, like if Lasher's not with Tessa and he's not with Rowan, is he untethered? And can can Lasher even be untethered? Because Lasher goes from which, like, it's not since Susanna in 16-whatever that he's been not with the next witch. He's always tethered to I mean, I think the thing is that right. he never really left Rowan. He's still tethered to Rowan. She just doesn't know it, right? It didn't work. The but he's didn't ignoring work. her. He's laying low to try to trick her. He's tricking her. He's laying low so she thinks she got rid of him, but she really didn't, right? And he's and he he, that was, he wants to let Tessa. And that, he's trying that's part to of my manipulate. Problem. It is a problem, and he's also trying. Well, he's manipulating Rowan. He he's like, I want Rowan to make a choice. Like he thinks Rowan is choosing him, um, but be, because Rowan but like for me, to choose him isn't choosing him. Well, no, to me, Which Rowan is- was very angry, and Rowan chooses to use him i don't think rowan really chooses like i think in lasher's mind oh she called to me she's choosing to be with me and i'm like no lasher she's pissed she has no other choice isn't really a choice well she's choosing to use him and i I think rowan in rowan's mind like being a neurosurgeon being very powerful being very skilled like is lasher a tool that i can use this one time and then set it aside and not, and then, you know, like, I'll use the scalpel, and then I'll throw it away. Um, but Lasher is like, you're choosing to carry the scalpel in your hand for the whole rest of your life, right? Like, Rowan is like, whatever, she's just pissed. Um, uh, but, and we've seen him at, so when, when, when Lasher took, so the guy who killed Deidre, Lasher takes him over and kills him. Like, Lasher acted independently out of his own revenge, right? Like, Lasher will say, oh, I was, Lasher might say, like, oh, Rowan wanted him dead. But Lasher's, like, Lasher, I feel like we saw Lasher act of his own devices in that scene, right? Yeah. Like, Rowan didn't say, I wish that guy to be killed. Lasher did his own thing. I think Lasher can do his own thing when he wants to. Well, I think he can. I mean, he's still a demon or whatever the hell he is, so no, I agree with but you. I, I mean, I, I got to agree with AJ that it's all very like, at a minimum, it's very muddy and unclear Yeah. what he can do and when and why. Let me, let me ask you a question, Karen, though. These, cause I think I had not talked, I feel like I didn't talk to you during the last one or something. Maybe I'm mixing up episodes, I don't know. But I remember thinking I didn't think that you'd like the whole, like, one with the ritual and everything because it was, like, weird witchcraft. Yeah, stuff. kind of dumb. Yeah. Was I correct in that, that you, that, that you were irritated by that? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of that kind of stuff in any movie or, like, this, like, nonsense, you know, Latin mm-hmm. incantation and 
the, the baby that was made out of, like, one bone from every previous witch and whatever, like, all that. I was like, oh, my God, can we just move past this nonsense and, like, you know, like, to me, it just doesn't, like, it's just my personal thing that I'm like, can we get past this and get to the action? It just doesn't really engage me that much, right? And that they have to, oh, oh everybody's got a chance. I, I mean, I get it that there's a calling to Lasher, but I feel like Lasher is highly evolved beyond, like, needing an incantation. And, like, like truly, if Rowan thinks, I want Lasher right now, is really what calls Lasher to come to her, right? Like, just saying, ma, die, mon, blah, 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 blah. Really? That's I, what brings I Lasher to you? No. You. It, it's an emotional, spiritual connection that brings him to you, right? I would agree that that's what it seems. Whether that's what Anne Rice actually intended, I don't know. But, yes, I agree with you. Yeah, I don't know that, too. But it does seem like... What Anne Rice intended is nowhere in this show. Okay. Whether that's what the writers of the show intended. <laughs> but that's and, and, how and I actually, think. And, Jamie... And Jamie, there's the problem. We don't, we can't, we're watching the show and we're supposed to know what they intended. We can't agree on anything. <laughs> that yeah. is not and a good thing. I think it's a little weird. I don't know. I mean, I, a lot of I this think, is a little weird. But overall, I, I think, did like this episode. Yeah. I mean, I think the proof that the incantation is kind of nonsense is the fact that Tessa says the incantation perfectly as far as we can tell and it doesn't bring lasher to her because the incantation is not what be bound her for it to work yes right the incantation is not what brings lasher to you it's the bond that brings lasher to you right okay well i think it was kind of both but yeah i mean i think i I think she could just say come to me and he would be there i agree with that i I will say this the incantation was a theory because they don't. They they didn't even know if it was going to work. It was That's a true. theory. Auntie, so, the auntie was like, yeah. "Whatever, it might work. It might not." Let's because give a shot. yeah, because sure. and it's a theory because of what they said about um, uh, Harry Hamlin. Oh. Uncle Cortland. Oh, whatever his name. Uncle Cortland. Thank you. Really I was drawing known. a blank. To it. Well, hold on a second, Jamie. one that really knows about whether the King's Cantation and that works, to some extent, a lot of that is, is on the, the, um, the, I want to say the inductee. That's not the right word. What the, um. Designate. The designate. 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 Like, only the designee really knows what last year, like, the truth about, and granted, she doesn't in this case. But normally, the only one that knows everything about him is the designee because, he generally, and that's not that other people can't see him clearly, but like he's connected with the designee, so they would only know whatever previous ones have told well, them, you know, to some extent. The, I would think the incantation problem is it was a theory that it would work because Cortland said that his father Julian <laughs> supposedly did it with his sister Catherine. Because Catherine didn't want Lasher, and it, it was transferred to Julian. Now, again, it was a theory that that was what they thought. Okay, but that was why. Yeah. I and th- and that is why they thought this would work. It was a theory. It but clearly we also did don't not know work. Truthful, he's being either. Well, sure. the problem. We don't I mean, really know. The problem. But at this the, point, the, yeah. Let's put it this way: there's, there's, the, the other side of this whole problem is none of this is in the book. The last two episodes. 
the last three episodes, none of that was in the books. None of it. Yeah. Yeah, none of this happened in the books. Yeah. So I can't even no, say, um, but based on what I do know, the way they're working it, I mean, they could if they could still mention it later on. I don't think they're going. It's even going to come up again. But in the books, it was always very vague, but it was pretty obvious to everybody that Jewel, even though Lasher was only supposed to bind with with women, uh, for whatever reason in the books, Lasher seemed to have bound with Julian in the books because Catherine was weak and Julian was not weak. And but it was but like when Julian died, a thunder uh, Lasher created a thunderstorm at his funeral. Catherine got nothing, so that's why people are always like, "Yeah, Julian was really the uh, the one that doesn't mean of that generation." Um, that's why I thought it was interesting what they did with this. Um, but again, like I said, I mean, it, my problem at this point it isn't even the the, the book. It's it's what I'm being given on the TV screen, and nothing yet has explained right. to me why Lasher. If Lasher, if, if the if the incantation did not work, he should not have been able to ignore Rowan when she called for him. Right. Simple as that. Now I, I have a vague idea where they're going to go with it, and why he didn't answer her, but it's still bullshit. So there was an also a thing going on in this episode where, so after Sabrina makes his side trip to the past, for to my mind, from what I saw on the screen, there was really no purpose for Sabrina going back in the past. It was kind of a giant waste of time. Like, what did he really learn and what really happened while he was in the past? I mean, yeah, he that, you know, like we already knew Lasher was a jerk and 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 like La- uh, oh, by the way, Rowan being pregnant is so fucking out. so fucking annoying and stupid that she's pregnant and like I have to and like I see a CGI of an egg rolling into her uterus and then like she's like oh my god I'm pregnant and like you know all this whatever. Uh, also, she um, whatever. Anyway, he didn't really learn anything. He comes back and we already knew that his Talamasca box was shady. Um, yeah. And it's on Lasher's side, right? Uh, but no, one, something else I had another problem with. Well, I have kind of a problem with that because it's really yeah. obvious. And but I also feel like one of the things that I've seen over these these episodes of this season, the Telemasca. So the Telemasca has supposedly been watching the Mayfairs for like thirteen generations, like for a hundred years. Like yes. they've been told, yes. and they know nothing. Like. It's like Cyprian just got the like the Mayfair file yesterday. Like he knows nothing. They know nothing. They can't figure shit out. Like, and I'm like, what, like the Telemasca is kind of useless, at least in terms of the Mayfair family, right? Or maybe they purposely are keeping Cyprian in the dark because the shady boss is actually protecting <clears throat> Lasher. I don't know, but I'm like, what is that? Well, well, what even is your job, here, Cyprian? Because you suck. Um, Karen, let me ask you something, because I don't know if this has been told or not, and I don't know, well, AJ might know too, but since he knows the answer, it might make it clouded. Do you know yet the reason of the Telemasca? I don't know if that's revealed in the finale or if it's been revealed in this one or not. Not Do you know yet? Like, we know, well, we know I mean, that, okay, I mean it depends. Yes well, no, it depends right? on what you mean. 
because he he does say that the the the, the top Talamasca guy does say our job is to watch, which is true. Yeah. The Talamasca are not supposed okay, to intervene. They're not supposed. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, they're not supposed to yeah, intervene. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. They, they just they're watchers. That's all. They they watch. Which is why they haven't really done anything. Because I don't think they're supposed but, to. No, but that comes to but it begs the question then of why do you exist, like to truly watch? So, like in Buffy, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the Watcher is actually supposed to watch over and train the Slayer. Like the the Watcher doesn't just watch; the Watcher trains the Slayer and helps the Slayer. Right? Well, that's not this, this Telemasca. Yeah. The Telemasca. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. If the Telemasca is just supposed to watch. Like, to what purpose? Are they just historians that watch and write it down so that other people will know? Yeah. Like, why Why do you just watch? Like, like, like the NSA, the National Security, like, the U.S. The NSA, they watch, and then they pass the information to the CIA and the Army or whoever to, like, act, right? Like, what is the purpose of the Telemasca <laughs> just watching? I'm serious. This is a serious <laughs> question. If you well, I'm, I'm, watch, I'm answering you. That's literally, why? That's literally okay, their purpose. That's, that's stupid. Watching is it's literally their purpose. But see, here's and and, and I agree. In, in this, uh, what we're giving on the TV show, the books do a much better job of explaining it all. Like, essentially, when you boil down to, it, I mean, they watch. Do, do, have Kalamaskan people got involved and, and this and that? Yeah. <laughs> But, but they're also they did an awful job of it on the TV. Keep the regular people from hearing about it too, right? He said that at some point earlier in the season. Like their job is to conceal magic from other people learning about it from mortals. Thought, like they're they're like the Ministry of Magic, keeping Muggles from learning about magic. Kind of. Maybe I misunderstood that. That's what I thought. I thought that was said somewhere earlier. That's, that's, what, they, that's what they told us in the show, yes. That's what they okay, told us in the I show. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. See, Except they have no... They've done, they've done an awful job. But they haven't necessarily done that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they have no authority. Like, they can't be like, Uncle Cortland, you're no, out doing no magic all around the town. The muggles are going to find yeah, out. No, they have so no authority you Like, they don't do that, right? Yeah. Like, no. the Telemachia no, has no, in terms of the show, like, what is their justification for no existing? Purpose. And, and like, how do oh, they... sorry, I hit a button. And, like, this is Cyprian's job, right? So, presumably, they pay him so he can afford that super expensive apartment and whatever, right? Like, he gets <laughs> paid to not real, to just, to just lurk around outside their house and watch them. And he's not very good at it because he doesn't know shit. He doesn't know anything about them. And, uh, and that's very <laughs> problematic because, like I said this last week, in the book, there is like a good port. I mean, at least a quarter to maybe even a third of the book is just reading, is, is just telling about the, the different Talamaskan people who have watched the Mayfairs over the years. And it's like you're like Michael in the book, who Cyprian's half of, is actually at the top in the basement of the Talamasca, reading the history of the Mayfairs. Yeah, and like everything about it, them, and 
it has, yeah, I mean, like, they actually, yeah, the show isn't telling us crap as far as how much the telemask actually know, um, which is why I never understood why Michael and Aaron were combined into one person because it's it's hurting the show. I mean, I you know, you talk about before, you talk about how, you know, we, um, not enough time, not enough episodes, maybe split, you know, book and half, whatever. A lot of the problem is they've wasted a lot of time on stuff that isn't in the books. And they, they, like this whole witch hunter storyline, this, this side storyline with these stupid witch hunters and Tessa, complete waste don't of like time. Story. I mean, it, it's a it waste is. of time. Why not focus on the story at hand? This whole thing with, with uh, Cyprian, I think the, the storyline with Cyprian this week was just something to keep him out of the way for the episode. Because, again, another waste of time. You know, right. I, 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 have I still a, haven't I have explained how he ended up in the memory. You know, what? I have a question. So this yes. Tessa business does not happen in the book, right? Tessa's, no. Tessa's not even in the no. book. Okay, but in the book, we do, in the book, you do see Rowan be like, I got to get rid of this Lasher guy. I can't deal with him. And they perform a ritual to disconnect nope. her from, that's not in the book either? Nope. nope. <laughs> I didn't know that. Holy crap. That seems like a major thing, being like, I need to get rid of this dude. Help me. Every that's not in the book. I really want, want to go rid I mean, of because get, I mean, I mean she wants to get rid of Lasher. <laughs> she wants to get rid of Lasher, but there's there's no ritual. I mean, I did. I think I said this last week that I thought the ritual was kind of a, like, I hate Lasher. He's the worst. He's toxic. He's awful. Well, what do you guys take him? Let me do a ritual and dump him on one of you guys. Like, I did think that was kind of like a not cool thing to do, right? Yeah. That's the problem, though. They, the other the other women want him. Like, I mean, Tessa was like, oh, yes, please. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we talked about this last week, but uh, like a 16-year-old like a should not be allowed to like be like, I want an abusive husband. Please let me marry him. Okay, yeah. fine. I, right. I, you know what annoyed me this uh, – you know what annoyed me this week is – when when uh when Rowan realized something was wrong, you know, and she's like, we need to find Tessa. Something's not right. And everybody else, they're being so nasty. They're like, why are you even still here? Shouldn't you be on a plane to San Francisco? Because you didn't want to be bothered with it. Jerks. Really jerks to her, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't understand that. That they like she's trying to help, and they're just like, no, you, you don't want to help us. Like she's trying to help, you won't let her. Right, and like, like I gave your daughter what, like the mo- Tessa and Tessa's mother both really wanted it, and Rowan gave it to her, right? And I was yeah. like, "Why are you here? Get out of here!" Right? And and like, I don't think even without Lasher, there's no doubt that Rowan is still a powerful witch in her own right. Yes. And if I was from a witch family, and my cousin came and said, "Listen, I got a bad feeling about your daughter." Wouldn't you be like, well, shit, you're a witch, so maybe I should pay attention to this, right? Instead of being like, oh, shut up, you're psycho, go back to San Francisco. Yeah, it wasn't until it wasn't until JoJo had a premonition that they were like, oh shit. Yeah, maybe we should have listened to her. (laughs) 
they are jerks. They're not, I, I mean, I guess part of the point is that they're weird and not a sympathetic family. Um, and, and look, okay, so I haven't read the book, so I don't have, like, the feelings you do. It might not be in the book, but, like, while I don't really appreciate this witch hunting storyline that Tessa got herself stuck in, and that's not really whatever, I, I did kind of that scene where Rowan reacts and Rowan comes to the rescue and she, you know, she kills all those people. Power, like using her own power without Lasher, maybe. Like, I guess she thinks she's using her own power without Lasher, but it turns, like we had that conversation last week that without Lasher does her power diminish. And her power did not diminish, but come to find out, she's still connected to Lasher. So that question of whether Lasher affects her or not is unresolved, But that's the thing. What are you basing that on? That she's still, how do you know she's still connected to Lasher? Well, we don't, but Lasher came to her. So you're right. Lasher's still obsessed with her. We don't know that they're still connected. We know that Lasher still wants her and wants to be connected to her. And Lasher felt that, like, by forcing Rowan to call out to him, he could make them connected or whatever. You're right. We don't really know that it doesn't work. We don't really yeah, know that the ritual... Point, I was the ritual kind of like, didn't, I don't know if he still is. Right? We know that the ritual did not bind him to Tessa. We don't yeah, know, that's all we know if, if he's connected he's to Rowan or not. Um, uh, but, like, that part where she, I mean, so I really, the part where she kills people really should not be my favorite part of the episode, right? But it was kind it was of like. Too. Well, she's coming to the rescue. Too? I mean, they were going to kill Tessa. They were going to kill yeah, Tessa. Yeah. She was, she was, that was fine. You know what she, I kept you know, thinking, I, though? I kept thinking, what I was thinking after this is I was thinking, you know, she saved her, and then it all went to shit, and now the family's going to blame her. That's what I kept thinking at the end of the episode, is are they going to go after what? her and blame her? And all she did was try to help. We don't blame you, her. You know what I thought happened, was funny? But, yeah. You know what I thought was funny was, you know, I'm thinking, oh, good, you know, she she saves her, and then she dies anyway, and I'm thinking, well, that was all for nothing. I hate, and, and it's not the first show to do that, where you, like, save the day, and then the person you're saving dies anyway. Or you know what I've never understood? Yeah. Is any TV show where they go to save somebody, right? Like, six people go into a building to save one person, and four people die, but they save that person. It's a victory. No, it's not. Four of your six people died. So now you only have yeah. to right. <laughs> You are you have less people now than you started with. You saved that one person or something. It's it's uh it's not a success. (laughs) I mean, uh, yeah. So the witch hunters really came across very badly. Like we talked last week a little bit about how I was like, oh, they're misogynists and they're horrible. And you know, one of you guys was like, well, they're not really wrong. Like like witches are real. They're not just misogynist women haters. Like witches are real, and yeah, they know it. And they're, I mean, are they persecuting? Are they right to pursue witches, whatever or not? But in this week's episode, they really so, you know, Tessa's Tessa, that woman, like, please help me, please help me, and, and, you know, we get this kind of ridiculous piece of dialogue where the woman's like, I used to work for the Mayfair Auto Manufacturing Plant, and I had a great job, and then you family shut it down and I lost my health insurance when my kid had cancer and died. Therefore, 
you should be literally burned at the stake, right? I know. Like, like that's, that's not, not that girl's fault. That's what was awful. I mean, she she's a child who was not involved in that, and it's a very, like, certainly you should be angry at your child dying from cancer. That's horrible. But, you know, and, and that she, like, lost her health. I mean, whatever. It's oversimplified or whatever. But so let's burn this person at the stake because someone in her family, like, it actually has nothing to do with witchcraft. That was like a – like, she – that woman was just like getting vengeance on the Mayfairs for like no, like it didn't really have anything to do with like, like if you went into the street and shot a Mayfair with a gun, that would have been the same thing that you're trying to achieve here, right? Like it was, yeah. it was horrible and it didn't really like, I mean, it really, I mean, I guess it served to show that the witch hunters are generally just bad people and crazy and out of control. Um, well, they're a, bunch, they're a bunch of idiots because like they're like, She's a witch. We know she's a witch. She's, you know, and it's like, she's like, I don't, you know, and she's like, I don't have any powers. She's like, I don't know what, how you want me to get out of this. And like, well, by doing nothing, that proves that we're right. And it's like, wait, that makes no sense. Yeah. But that's if you live, if you, if you die, then we know you weren't a witch. Like, that's how it always was, you know? Not really. No, they're like, oh, if you're really God, you know, God will save you if, if, if we're wrong. Like, no, that's not how this works, people. <laughs> if you yeah, live, you're a witch. But if you don't die, it's because God saved you. Like, what? That makes no sense, right? And then yeah. it was awesome when Rowan came in and started, like, breaking necks and giving people strokes yeah. and whatever she does with her, like, medical. That was great. And they're all like, what? And they're all, like, at first they thought it might be Tessa, I guess. And they're like, no, it's her, it's her, because it was Rowan. It was pretty badass yeah. and cool. Um, yeah, I don't know if you see things like that in the book where she comes in and, like, just, you know, does that kind of – it was cool. Um, but that one guy got away, right? Yeah. He gets away at the end. Brian, yeah. is that his name? He gets away at the end, which is maybe kind of dumb, but only well, because he shot Tessa and Rome was distracted. Like, I didn't want to do this. You know, I wasn't really – That's a total lie. She let it... Yeah, I know. <laughs> You know what? Actually, I, I I did notice at first there were a couple people in that group there that were like, when they were like, light them up, and that one guy who was the one that was like, oh, you need this type of, you know, component to 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 burn the bones and everything, and then when he told him to light the match, he was he hesitated. He was like, wait, and you know, like you could almost see it on his face. He had this look like, wait, we're really gonna do this, <laughs> like. <laughs> There was a couple people standing yeah. around going, wait, we're actually doing this? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, you know, I, it, it's a little bit, I felt like it's a, a little bit like the people who are at the Capitol building on January 6th. And now they're like, wait, what? We're really, we really did. I didn't really mean that. I didn't really intend to go inside and like tase a bunch of yeah. officers and like kill people. Right. Like, um, like, it all seemed like a great idea when they were on the Internet talking about killing witches. But when they showed up and actually had to kill a 16-year-old girl, this guy was maybe not down with it. Although everybody else was. He's the only it's person. It's like a crowd mentality thing in these yeah. kind of groups. Yeah. Not that all that right. makes it okay. Well, we should probably yeah. move along from this show. Next week's the season yeah. finale. So, yep. okay, before we go, one quick question, AJ. Um Next week is the season finale. Is it taking us to 
the end of the book, or is this only a part of the first book? It very well could be taking us to the end of the book. I, I and especially after my my vague my vague conversations with Jamie, I'm pretty sure I know exactly where the finale is going. And if it does All at right. least go to where the end of the book is, they they might be able to save themselves. In okay. Two. But we ha- I have to see how this plays out first. Jamie, oh. have you seen it yet? Yes. Yes. I texted. I didn't have to, but I watched it before I talked to uh, Madison because yeah. I, I, they sent the end that I wanted to see the end of it. So, is it a regular um, one-hour episode or is it extra long? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't think it was longer. I didn't notice it being longer anyway. Oh, okay. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I. I liked the ending. It was weird, <laughs> but um, All right. yeah. Well, we'll I'm talk about that. Next that week. Yeah. I'm just gonna say I'm assuming that it's probably is what happens in the book because I couldn't imagine them having such a finale if it wasn't from the book. But I guess you know, who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, Jamie right. texted yeah. me. But there this, are the finale was messed up. Follow our conversation. I was gonna say for the for the people who didn't follow our, everything on our conversation though. The interview with Madison, who plays Tessa, is up that people can read. And it's a good um, there will be, thank you. Um, and there will be a group, yeah, she's nice. There will be a group interview coming up too for next week's episode for the finale. Haven't done it yet. It's, it's a round table, unfortunately. But, uh, but hmm. that will be up after the finale. I mean, I'm assuming it's probably post episode. I can't remember for sure. I'd have to look. But that will be coming. Cool. All right. So. All right. Last of Us. The last, Last of Us. Yay! I mean, uh, another good episode. I converted right? a new. I converted a new yep. person. I made a new fan too. Yay! <laughs> I got my cousin to watch it. We, we, I got her to. We watched actually two, two of them. I think we watched. We watched like three hours of it and talked during half of it. But we watched it, and now she's kept watching it. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's such a good show. Uh, I really like um, this one. Another one that, like, these these episodes are so emotional, though, I think. Like, they're really good in that yeah. way. Like, they're such, you know, the characters are mm-hmm. developed so well and everything that you really you really care about them. I knew by the – I was just going to say, the one main thing I kept, I kept thinking is every nothing's really gone bad yet. Something bad has got to happen in this episode before the end of it. <laughs> you know, you knew something horrible had to be coming. So – Oh, you mean because of Joel, like, being stabbed and on the verge of death at the end of the episode? Yeah, because through and all of it, it's like, we found gonna... this town. These people are good. They're not going to kill us. And you knew something had to go wrong. It was all going right. Um, and, and this is, again, where I kind of feel like you guys should just stop, just stay there. Like, if it was real life, I kind of wonder, like, how, like, you have a responsibility to the world, but do you take it? Or do you take responsibility for the people you care about and your own life? Like, I, I like kind of that. I, I wish they'd play with it a little bit more. And I know it's not in the game, clearly, so it's not. But um, I kind of question that you wouldn't sometimes think, you know, yeah, this is what Tess, Tess asked and this was our plan, but let's just, you know, let's just stop. And they, they don't do that. I'd like to kind of see that maybe, the thoughts of that. But, like, um, like, you but mean like nice the ice? Sorry, go ahead. You mean like the idea that that does Ellie have a responsibility to the world or does Ellie have the right to have a life? 
Right. And they found this place that like, she's like, it works. And she's right. Like they, I, I think of like walking dead and we, find, we they always find these towns or, or whatever, where it's like, Hey, there's civilization and it always goes to shit. But in this kind yeah. of show, it's like at this point, this actually has the potential to be a community that could thrive maybe and not go to shit, right. but they don't stop because that's not what the show's about. And I get that, but I would like to kind of see them once in a while, maybe struggle with the decision to go on Joel, Joel too, not just Ellie, like even Joel to be like, are you sure you want to keep going? We don't have to, we could live here. We could make a life here type of thing because this place is, I mean, this is a nice place. Yes. These people, they do have their roles and everything, but they haven't, you know, they're, they're saving people and, and that for the most part, as long as they're not bad people, um, it seems like you know a good place. They have all right. So everything. So let me so let me ask you a question, both of you guys, I guess. So in this episode, Joel really does make the decision not to go on. Like Joel decides that he's gonna stay, and Tommy should take Ellie onward, right? And yeah, but not for that reason. At, no, wait, wait, let me finish. So he says, Tommy, Ellie's better off with you. You take her. There's a better chance of success if you take Ellie to go on. Um, and, like, do you buy that, and what percent do you buy that? Like, does Joel really think that, it's in Ellie's and the world's best interest, or I think, like, is there a percentage of other reasons at play here? I think he I thinks think that his brother's better at it. I think that he thinks, yeah, I think, well, I think, in my opinion, I think that Joel thinks that she has a better chance of surviving because I think he's having those panic attacks and he's scared he can't do it. But I also think that he thinks he's not worthy of it that he doesn't think he is the right person to save the world. I think that maybe that's in the back of his mind because I just thought a lot of in this episode about how, like, he's freaking out because he's, he's scared. He doesn't think he can make it. I think that he, he even makes comments about, you know, his brother wants to redeem them for what they've done. And I think that maybe he doesn't feel he deserves that redemption. Wow. Wow, Jamie. That is brilliant <laughs> and not at all what I was thinking. Wow. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That wasn't what I was thinking either. Wow, Jamie. <laughs> well, I don't know. I was, what I was thinking when I watched the behind-the-scenes thing. I was thinking what he's afraid of is that he's starting to love Ellie and feel like her father and he's terrified that if she dies, he can't go through it again. And he wants to dump yes. her on Tommy because he is afraid that if she, he can't take it if she dies or if they don't make it. Like, he, it's too much. He can't love a kid again. I see that, what too. I thought was going on there. That's, that's, that's yeah, I'm, that I'm with Jamie. That's exactly, or Karen, that's exactly what I thought, too. Um, but you know what? I like Jamie's better. I do too. I do too. I really like Jamie yeah, because no, it brings. I completely in... agree with Karen, though. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking, but Jamie, you really bring in that part of of him not really being a good person. Like Joel and Tommy talk about, we did what we had to do. We did what we had to do. 
and not every other character in the show seems to always buy that, right? So I like mm-hmm. that, Jamie, a lot, that, like, what he's done for 20 years to survive is really, like, oh, I really like that. But well, yeah, I think not what I was him in the conversation with Tommy that he has, I feel like that is kind of him, he's realizing it more. Like, I'm not saying he's, I think he's necessarily doing it consciously. I think a lot of it subconsciously. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and also, it also, I think, in his eyes, maybe gives Tommy a chance for the redemption that he feels he does deserve, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. Like, because Tommy, although, like, in a way, Tommy's already redeemed, right? Like, Tommy, yeah. whatever yeah. Tommy and Joel did, Tommy's redeemed. Tommy's, like, a good guy in a good town with a good wife. And not in a way that, like, like not in a shitty redemption way that Negan one day has a pregnant wife and so he's redeemed now, right? Like, Tommy, it feels no, earned in a right. way that he, Negan doesn't he, feel earned. Right, that he became a better person because he realized that what he did was the wrong path. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. I, now, now I'm going to have to really, like, I almost want to watch it again and be like, Jamie, oh, my God, he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't he deserves it. Um, I like it. Um I liked um I liked that moment of realization when Maria dropped the bombshell on uh on Ellie about Sarah. And the, just Yeah, I did too. The look on her face, that was great. Like like you see the light bulbs going off on her. Yeah. Um Yeah, she's like, like she oh, okay, no that idea. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that scene, and granted, they said this, and I know in the behind the scenes thing, they said this is a really important scene in the game, and it's almost like, I guess, word for word. But I very much did enjoy that scene between her and Joel, where she's like, you know, I'm not your daughter, and everybody has left me but you. And then he still, like, breaks her heart. It's sad. It's, like, really, really heartbreaking. Yeah. That he's like, I'm still going to leave you anyway because this is for your own good. And she's like, yeah, bullshit, you know? And um, so, yeah, I mean, you knew that he was obviously going to come around. Well, I mean, there was always, I guess, the possibility that something else happened, but I kind of assumed he was going to come around uh, because I feel like if something happened that he had to take her, then it wouldn't have had the same impact. But, um, yeah, but that was also cute when she made the decision. He's like, you have a right to decide. She's like, okay, let's go. She still has no well, filter. She never has a filter. I love it. She doesn't, and, like, I get that because even if Joel is, like, devil, he's the devil you know, right? Like, he's really going to dump well, you on also, Tommy, who you, right? Yeah, but it's also what what Marie says, too, about trusting people. Like, she doesn't, she can trust Joel, and she knows that she can truly trust Joel. She doesn't know Joel's brother. Not that he's necessarily yeah. a bad person, right. but... For her right. to put all her faith in him, it doesn't work that way. Right. And and, and to pass mm. her off like that, remember like last week when, last week, two weeks ago, there was an episode where Joel refers to Ellie as cargo. And like, yeah. that's yeah. how, that's like, that's how he's treating her or maybe, or not, but that's how she feels like she's being treated maybe. Right. For him to be like, okay, like mm-hmm. I'm passing up to the next guy to take you. Um, I mean, Maybe there's a part of Joel that thinks, yeah, Tommy knows the territory better and he's younger and he's got a better chance of survival, but it's not 
may be really true. Like, he doesn't really know but what Khan is capable of. But that's the other thing, too, is if that's the case and that's his only reasoning, why wouldn't he say, come with us? Like, he's specifically right. like, I'm yeah. not going with Right, you. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. yeah. Yeah. And, like, and, and really, so he, like, I'm not going with you. It, it's because of whatever, whether Jamie, like, he feels like he doesn't deserve to be part of saving the world yet, or whether he, like, can't be with this kid that he's falling in love with, um, whatever those reasons are. I don't really see Joel becoming a functional member of this really great town. No, I it's working so well. Like, right, like he's yeah. totally dysfunctional. He can't. And if Jamie, as you suggest, that it's that he feels like he doesn't deserve anything good, then he certainly doesn't feel like he deserves to be in this really great little town where everything is right. Great, right. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. think he had any intention of staying there at all. But, yeah. I think but you're I mean, right. I do I think, think you're part right. of it is what you said, too. I think he's scared he'll lose her. I think subconsciously he, you know, doesn't feel yeah, absolutely. that he's I think it's a little bit it. of both. Yeah. Mostly what Jamie said, but there's definitely a part of it afraid of losing her. Um, yeah. So were you? was I the only one yelling at him on the screen when he pulled the baseball bat out of his gut? Like, hasn't he been oh my through God, enough? Yes. To, 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 well, hasn't he been through know, enough to know? Leave it, leave it there. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, but to be fair, I thought that too. But then I thought, yeah, but it's not like they're gonna ride to a hospital. Like, he should have. But it, it, like, I'm thinking, what would he have done? Maybe he should have kept it in until he found like a needle and thread or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm just thinking, what is the correct? way when there is nobody to go to because yeah. but yeah pulling it I out just, was like why did you pull it out but um yeah i just that was over the weekend is, where, what should he do what is the correct he should leave it in i, I just over the yeah. weekend there was a john, you guys have seen the john wick movies have you seen the john wick movies over the weekend there was a john wick marathon and do you guys know that scene in john wick three where he stabs keanu reeves stabs common he sticks like a knife in common's chest and he says like if you pull it out you're going to bleed out. Like, if you leave it in, you won't bleed, but if you pull it out, if you pull the knife out of your chest, you're going to immediately bleed out yeah. and die. And and I thought of that when I saw Joel. I'm like, leave it in, leave it in. It, it, it's like st- stopping the blood right now. As soon as you pull it out, you start to bleed. Um, it it right. did, to me, seem like a thing. It seemed like Joel, who's a very skilled fighter Should have and there. probably yeah. knows a lot of field medicine at this point, maybe should have known that, but I don't know. I think we're getting to the point in our conversation where we ask AJ what already told you about the game and what happens in the game. That was a little because different. Joel does get hurt, but not in that way. He falls on a pipe and the pipe goes through him. So uh-huh. it's a little, they, they did it a little different. But I just wonder that like life really done anything by keeping it in. Like he was still bleeding. He's got to get it out of there eventually. But yeah, should have should have got to something first. Found some like I said. Should, found some you want to, or they should should have left it in until they got away, and then maybe take it out and put some yeah. pressure on it, wrap it up, something. Yeah, yeah. But I will I will say this though, in the heat of the moment with those you know with with those guys yeah. being there and everything, and the other three running at him. I can kind of see, 
I mean, everybody's first instinct is to pull it out. That, that is that is just your natural instinct. Well, to also be yeah. fair, in in a normal situation, the second person might say, "Don't pull it out," but she like hasn't seen television shows to know not to pull it out. So you can't blame yeah. her. <laughs> he should know. She wouldn't. I was thinking of that. It's like, well, she don't know, but yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, that was. Um, Although I'm still through half of this thinking, don't tie the horse up. Something's going to happen to the poor horse. That was I was my... so worried about that horse. <laughs> from, from the very take it in the opening, mall. they're not going to care if you take it, or not the mall, whatever, the college. Take it to college. Nobody's going to say anything. Just take from, it the very, from the very moment we saw that horse, I was very worried. But I think it's because of the number of horses that have been eaten on The Walking Dead. Like, if there's a horse Probably. and Walking Dead, it's definitely getting eaten by the end of the episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah, think that's what yeah. was scaring me. Probably. But, yeah, I thought the same thing. Um, oh, let me ask you a question, though. I was, And I really don't know, but we were having this discussion when we were watching it. This was a college, but it made it seem more like they were in a hospital than a college. And and I kind of question if it's more just some of the, like, location is the way it is because it's in the video game rather than it actually makes sense. Because it's just like, why are there monkeys? And I'm thinking, there's probably monkeys in the game. Like, there was, I mean, I know it was because, oh, well, they were there, you know, as experiments. But I don't know that that necessarily tracks that that would make sense a college would have them. I think it's just they were probably in the game. But I don't know. I was just thinking of that as we were watching that. Do you ever so, think that with this show where it's like you, that's your that's kind of the excuse with this show? Like it's like the timey wimey excuse to me. It's like oh, it's a video game. I can get over it, type of thing. No, I didn't think that. I kind of thought yeah, that. I thought that at some point the college facilities had been set up for some sort of experimentation, and maybe it it's sort of an important into that thing that that, that, that they're like those weird. monkeys are. Monkeys don't live that long. Those monkeys are only like, how do monkeys live? I don't know, but they don't live like eighty. I don't know. Like okay, I felt that like makes those sense. monkeys. You're saying it was post post apocalypse that it was post apocalypse. Someone was doing research. Okay. See, I didn't think about it that way. I more thought about it as that's the way the college was left. And what you're saying makes a lot more sense. But someone very do recently was doing research. Yeah, you're there. Um. And I think that if this was a different show, that would be a thing that I would wonder about or like to see explored, or whatever, right? Like, if this was Walking Dead, you get a whole separate show about, like, whoever's doing it. <laughs> you get a spinoff. Like, if this was The Walking Dead, yeah, it's because the CRM, like, was doing research. And, I mean, we don't want it to end up like The Walking Dead. But, I mean, that's the one thing that's kind of sad about this show, though, is it's, like, very finite uh, or finite. Um, you know, like, we know they're basing it on the game, and there's, like, so many more things you, I'd like to see explored that we're not going to. Like, I kind of wish they had made it more than one 10-episode season. Like, I feel like that this show they really could have stretched out until a couple seasons. Oh, it's but been renewed. Hasn't it been renewed already? Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, the first game, as far as I know, is the first season. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm like, right. there's only going to be three seasons or whatever. And I think that they could go a lot further. But then I also understand the fact that if they don't say we're going to have only three seasons and follow the games up close, or, well, it might be more than three in the end, I don't know. But to say that, then they may never get an ending either. So 
Yeah. You know, because we know how, how much shows last and how they don't get renewed and things like that. So I kind of get that part. But it would be nice to see it more in depth. Uh, I mean, yeah and no. I mean, it, like, again, if it was on Do we need to spread out to five seasons? No. But I'm saying, like, maybe having two seasons for the first game or something like that, like, would have been yeah. nice. And so, so I'm going to defer to AJ. I don't know if that's in the game, and I don't watch video games but play or play this game, but there are times when, like, the characters might find a piece of paper that explains a little bit about we were experimenting on monkeys and then we all died. And you get that little piece of info and closure sometimes in the game, right? I don't know if you get that here, but, like, like, going back to last week's episode, we didn't really talk about the picture on the wall that was Ish. And if you read up, I read up on it, and Ish is a character in the, that was an Easter egg of a character in the video game, right? Yeah, they had mentioned Did that. Not know that. The oh, yeah. Thing. So so in the video game, there's this whole thing about this guy, Ish, who, which is short for Ishmael, maybe, who was the guy who started that Connie Remember they went in that little daycare center underground and there's like a whole little side story about how he led this little colony underground and how somebody leaves the door open, they all get eaten by monsters and whatever. Um, and that was a little Easter egg. And I'm like, oh, could this monkey be some kind of Easter egg? I don't know. But sometimes in the video game you get this little bit of info that we don't – And that, is, that it closes is that loop for you. Like that you do pick up stuff like, like little papers and stuff and read what they say. You do do that in the games. So you might be correct in that sense. I mean, and the monkeys, no. okay, so they're going to live through the winter in Wyoming? Yeah, it's possible. There are monkeys that live in cold environments and live in warm environments, whatever. Um, I, I mean, I thought, I thought they looked like real monkeys. Um, like, they're real monkeys. They were monkeys. They were not CGI monkeys, right? Like HBO brought in. I thought they looked real CGI, amazing. but they. I don't you know. Don't think I think they were CGI. Well, at least them jumping, I think, was CGI. I mean, I don't know that the monkeys themselves oh. were, but when it jumped out the window, it looked CGI. But um, maybe. I, I kind but of I also feel like. I look at that kind of stuff, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I watched it on my like I watched it on a large laptop, my bigger laptop. I didn't watch it on the TV. Um, I mean, and look, there are there are times when. Real monkeys are cheaper than CGI. And monkeys aren't CGI always better. easy to control. Right, There's been a lot of stories with monkeys. <laughs> right. that bad All right, those monkeys, weren't, those monkeys didn't have to be actors. They just had to do a little thing. At any rate, it looked good, and I think where I was going with that was yeah, like, holy crap, another episode that looks great, right? And the set of the town was incredible. For $10 million, it ought to look great. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> It's like ten million episode, right? Um, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I thought, but yeah, they explained how they built a whole paddock in the middle of the, the town or whatever. Like they really built the paddock in like this little town or whatever. Yeah, in the, I mean, in the parking lot of the town. I, I thought it certainly gave me a sense of place in a way that you don't always get from a town that they're in for one episode and they move on, right? Like, right. Uh, not just Walking Dead, but any show where people are moving across country and stopping for one week in a town, like, they shoot that on a back lot, it's the same, right? Like, a lot of times it doesn't. I just had a really good sense of this town and and 
and like its personality. And we didn't meet a lot of people there, but we had a good sense of this town, right? It, it just looks great. The mm-hmm. snow looks great. Like it all yeah. looks great. Uh, by the way, shout out Graham Green, like in the first scene, yeah. right? Like they have this. You know, yeah. Graham Green does yeah, one that scene. Was that was amazing, right? That was great. Graham it Graham actually Graham took me a second. Day, it, 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 it took me a second, and I was like, "Wait, is that Graham Green?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> it wasn't until he sat down that I was like, "Oh, it is." <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, it's Graham Green. He's going to be a character." And then I'm like, "Wait, he was in one scene, and he's done." That's yeah, I know. Awesome, that kind of right? Like, but, hey, like you're getting Graham Green. Kind of like for, for that, it's like it's Last of Us. They're going to do it. You know, it's a big thing. But um, but yeah, it would have been nice to see more of them. But the the one who played his wife was good too. They were both really good. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't recognize that actress, but she was great. And I should know her yeah, name. No, I, I apologize to that lady. Yeah, I don't know. She seems familiar, but... but I don't. I don't know her. I don't know her name either. Yeah. I only know his name because he was in Defiance, but I don't know. Other He's been in everything. Graham Greene has been in everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? All right. No, it was great, but it was also sort of a transitional episode. Like, I assume we're not going to see Tommy again. Like, he's seen Tommy. Like, Tommy and and Joel really said goodbye at the end of this episode, and I felt like, okay, we're not going to see Tommy anymore, which is fine, right? Like, they're going to keep moving towards Seattle, which they're almost there. They're in Wyoming. Um, yeah. I appreciated the three months later title card. Um, and I appreciated mm. that bit where Joel makes a mark like there aren't really any infected out here. Like there was something, was it, it was either Joel or Tommy makes a remark of like there aren't a ton of infected out here. And Tommy's like, yeah, you know, while they show up and we kill him. Uh, you know, that, that may, I was thinking when he said that, that, you know, that actually makes sense that in open areas there wouldn't be as many if there aren't as many people. That's just not mm-hmm. the case with Walking Dead, but it actually makes sense. Yeah. That's kind of cool. No, I mean, in most, in the, in the zombie, in the Walking Dead like comics and in most zombie, in most of the zombie genre, it is like a given that there are more zombies in a place where there had been more people in a population center, right? Right. So, so that was the case they yeah. moved to the, the unpopulated, but they never do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so all right. Um, all right. So let's talk about the the preview. AJ, okay, did you see quickly. the preview? You don't watch the bonus things, do you? I didn't see the preview, but whatever. Go ahead. Um, I believe, and I don't know because I don't know enough about it, but I believe that next week it looks like is probably what I'm guessing Left Behind is. Um, I, because um, um, yeah, I heard, like it yeah, actually already flashback. told me about that. Okay, because they make a – at first I wasn't sure it was a flashback, and I'm like, well, maybe Joel is, like, out of commission for a while, and I think you're probably supposed to think that if you haven't seen it. But if you pay attention, where they're going is the mall. And uh, there, when I rewatched, okay, because I rewatched the pilot the other day. I said that with my cousin Danielle. We had rewatched it, and whenever um, Tess asks her about how she got bit, and she's like, "Oh, I went to the mall," and she's like, "You were there alone. You got balls." I I said to her, I said, "You know, when I watched that before, it didn't really like sink in, but I watch that now, and I think she's hiding something. She's totally hiding something." And I'm thinking, okay, she was hiding something, and that was probably why. And it seemed like that maybe there was somebody else, and I'm guessing there was. 
So, um, yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, the, the next episode ap- is a DLC. A what? The next episode is download content. It was it's it's like a oh. like it's it's like an extra part of the game that isn't there originally, and you can download yeah. it oh, like another chapter. Oh, so I was gonna say yeah. it, it looks entirely like a flashback to to how Ellie was bitten. You're saying DLC Which means like an extra is. an extra bit of story you got to download to add to your that doesn't it, need it's to basically yeah. when so, you and, get a game they charge you for a subscription so you they can get more money by adding stuff to it later is basically what downloadable content is. <laughs> I mean, it's if I'm not, wrong, that's, I'm okay, but it's not wise. like an expansion. Not, is it like an expansion pack? Yeah, yes, kind of. Of a board sort of. game? Like, yeah. in board same, games, same, you have same. expansion packs. It's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah it's like something yeah, you don't have to like play, that. but it's like, it but gives the, you more. The short answer is, right. the short answer is, yes, it's going to be a flashback. Yeah. And yes, it was available in the game if you paid for it. Yeah. Right. Or if you have PlayStation Plus. <laughs> in my All right. All right. But it appears to be mostly a flashback to how... And how and why she was in the mall, and which is where she got bitten. Yes, I do hope um, that uh, they have some of like I hope at least the end of it is like her and Joel though. Like I hope the whole thing isn't just that. Not that I don't want to see that, but like I want to know what happened. They're probably know? gonna. It's probably gonna be one of those things where they bounce back and forth, maybe, or like it starts yeah, with this them. Is where I, and it, like I could see, like I could see it being where, like, I could see it start with her like freaking out because he, she thinks he's dying, and I could see her being like, you know, telling him yeah. the story of what happened. Yeah, telling him about what happened, and um, yeah. and then at the end of the episode, it comes back around. So I know, whatever. I hope so. Well, I'm sure it'll be fine. Everything else is good. Right. So, so like I know we don't want to belabor this, but yeah, because we got to move on to the car. To me, the missing piece is not how she got bit. It's how she came to Marlene's attention. Marlene put her in the school. Marlene watched over her. Marlene knew about this. Like, why the fireflies have her is what I hope. Well, that's probably going to that's probably gonna cover that, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. All come together. All right. All right. Good. Well, I guess. Um, I'm just trying to think now, if there was anything on the behind-the-scenes part that they showed, but I don't think there was. It was all about yeah. things about yeah. them being scared yeah. and everything. About how they the shot it, yeah. Of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, all right. Moving to Picard that, then, right? You guys only have Picard, though, right? So. Yeah. Yep. You only have Picard. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to go because I might watch it if I have time, but um, okay. I'm not going to know what the hell you're talking about. So <laughs> it's not really going to help no, me you unless won't. I ask you guys questions, I think. So, um, but all right. fun. Uh, I will see you guys next week. All right. Good night, night Jamie. Okay. Have a good night. Night, night. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Um, all righty. All right. So I think we both agreed this was a really strong first episode, right? thought it was a pretty so actually you know what happened to me i i put on the show i put on what's on paramount right put on paramount and i'm like season three and i click start and it starts and i'm like wait 
why is that Borg girl there? And what's with this boyfriend? I accidentally was watching the first episode ever started. I was like, this looks so familiar. What's going on? I was watching season one over again for the first five minutes. Um, and then I got onto the right episode. Um, I, you know, I was a little, you know, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good opening. I thought it, it was nice that it didn't really, we didn't really have to know too much about what happened last season. Like you could actually, so far you could have not watched last season and, and be pretty okay watching this. Um, kind of like had me, like I fell for it that Rafi was on drugs again and a loser until it turns out that she's undercover. Um, I know you probably didn't fall for it, right? Cause you never do AJ. Um, Even before we got the huge WTF moment in the last five minutes, I thought it was good. I don't know. What do you think? Am I talking and you're not there? Hello? 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 I'm not sure if I lost AJ or if AJ lost me and who's talking right now. We're having some major technical difficulties, I think. And I, I think maybe AJ dropped and is probably dialing himself back in. So I'll keep talking. That was good. It was great to see Gates McFadden. I, you know, I I like that they addressed the whole will they or won't they thing, but we didn't have to actually watch it. Um, I like I like jumping past the love affair to sort of the aftermath of the love affair. Um, I'm not really sure if anybody can hear me out there or if our podcast is over and we dropped. Um, I'm gonna podcast land on speaker so I can send AJ a text message while I talk to you guys. Um. I don't know if I can even keep my mind on two things at once. What up? I'm just sending what up, AJ. Uh, he's supposed to be controlling the. Uh, he's supposed to be controlling the podcast, so I might just be rambling for no reason. Are you there? I'm sorry, I don't know what the hell. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened. Like when Jamie hung up, my call just dropped <laughs> at the same exact oh. time. So I was like, wait, that was weird. Yeah, I don't know what the hell just happened. <laughs> and then I couldn't get called back rambling. in. Like, I was and I was trying to call back in, and it Blog Talk wasn't letting me back in. It was like we did oh, not no. recognize your passcode. I'm like, but it's the right passcode. Oh, <laughs> All right, no. anyway, I'm back. <laughs> well, I've been talking to myself about how much I thought this was kind of a strong opening, and I really I enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it was. Um, I, I, you know, and I was just saying to myself that I particularly like that they sort of address the whole will they or won't they Picard and, and Beverly thing. And yet we didn't have, we weren't subjected to having to watch them have a relationship. Like we fast forwarded past it to the aftermath. And I kind of really like that. Um, I mean, obviously we weren't going to watch it, but I, I kind of really like that we, um, that we moved. We didn't see the whole thing happen. We, we, we watched the awkwardness. It happened off screen, and now we're back to the awkwardness, which is kind of the best part of it. Yeah. Um, 
Did you oh the Captain Shaw, you recognized him, right? Yes. Uh uh it's what's his name? Uh yeah, I recognized him and I I, I mean I hated him instantly because I always hate him. Um he came from and 12 I'm, monkeys. I'm, Twelve Monkeys, yes, thank you, thank you. He came from Twelve Monkeys. The name of that show went right out of my head as soon as you asked me about it. Um <laughs> you said it i'm like i totally know who he is but i can't bring it to my lips um he is really a very distasteful character and he yeah. you know his he doesn't have a redeeming quality like his his so i get maybe his the way he treats seven like i could see how a starfleet officer is never going to accept a former borg officer right but his outright in like disrespect for Picard and Will is just crazy, right? And hard to I don't know, hard to believe. I mean, it's hard for them to believe, hard for me to believe. He's really um, I don't know. I have to wonder if he's going to turn out to have some redeeming qualities because nobody could really be that awful, right? Yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was like he. <laughs> He's like a captain that nobody cares about and a retired admiral. He's like, I got other people up the yeah, right? that I need to pay attention to. I was like, holy crap. I've never heard anybody talk to them that way before. No. And he's like, okay, a retired admiral. But it's basically like if Jimmy Carter showed up and you're like, oh, an ex-president for only one term, right? And ignoring the part <laughs> where he won the Nobel Peace Prize or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, I mean... Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, yeah, the way he treats Seven, I get. The way he treats them, I don't really get. And because he's, like, a stickler for law and order, and he considers them, like, ca- and they are. They're, like, cowboys that, like, play fast yeah. and with the rules. And But I don't really think his interpretation is necessarily justified, the way he interprets their behavior or their story career. That guy's a, I mean, of course they're setting us up for him to hate for us to hate him. Yeah. Which means maybe he's going to turn so around. Were you surprised Were you surprised to see that 7 was his his uh number 1? Yes, I was because where we left off, which was I'm not sure how long ago did the title card tell us how long ago? Um for no, her to be so. a first for her to be a Starfleet first officer is like a major like she was a ranger, right? And yeah, she went yeah. like like she went Starfleet, but last season was this totally rogue mission. It wasn't really a right. Yeah. And it was only really at the end of the season that. She, yeah, it was only really at the end of the season that she was like, okay, I, I, like I'm in with Starfleet again, right? Um, yeah. And so yeah, I was surprised. Were you surprised? I mean, I was. I, yeah, I, I, I did I not surprised. expect to be seven. No, I, I figured seven. seven and, I figured she was going to be with Raffi doing something. Like when I, and right. I mean, I know they tried to make it, I know they tried to make us believe that Raffi fell off the wagon, but I didn't buy it for a second. I was like, she has got, she's totally undercover. Like there's just, there's no way Raffi fell off the wagon. And they even so did good with that, the story. She's like, she's like, my girlfriend left me. Starfleet kicked me out. I, I, I really need this, you know? And I was like, I'm like, she is so full of shit. <laughs> That's funny. Cause like I, I was saying when I was, talking to a podcast world without you here, rambling for five straight minutes, um, I said, like, I kind of fell for it. Like, 
Like, it's believable to me that Rafi would be back on drugs. And I kind of fell for it. And I was like, I bet you didn't, AJ, because you never fall for it. And you don't. Like, you always, like, see through that kind of stuff. And there you are. You didn't fall for it. Yeah. Um, I think, well, part of the reason I didn't fall for it is because we already did that story with Rafi. You know what I mean? Like, when we yeah. meet Rafi, yeah, right. she's a mess. So I, yeah. was like, I felt like going back to that would be kind of disingenuous, especially considering the storytelling. Especially, especially in the good place that her, her and Seven were in. And Seven also wouldn't leave her, even if she fell off the wagon. Yeah, because Seven was left, like, Seven's been through it, right? In terms of being, yeah. like, the way she's been treated for being a Borg and stuff. An ex-Borg. Um, I, I guess what's surprising, like, it's not even, like, so surprising to me that, that Seven might give Starfleet another shot, but that she would be a first officer already or ever like that, that that she would be on a ship performing a technical role as she did on voyager yeah. voyager um yeah. is like i could totally see that that she's a first officer is kind of surprising amazing yeah. like really well, could she, a former borg it, ever be a first officer i mean okay I, I technically had, i think it had a lot to do that sorry finish well, I mean, technically, okay, Picard technically is ex-Borg and continued to be a captain and a and a admiral, but he was Borg for like how long was he aboard for? A month? Like he like Locutus was not around yeah. that long, right? And Seven of Nine was aboard for years, and that yeah. kind of stigma, like, could she ever overcome that stigma? I don't know. So that was surprising yeah. to me. That's the spring part that she's the first officer. I feel I um, feel like I feel like they kind of they kind of made us believe it when they were like you know because um, I guess you know Picard put a word in for it and they even dropped Janeway in there. They even named dropped yes, Janeway. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, maybe, and then she throws it away immediately. Like Picard and Janeway have both like gone out on a limb to put in a word for her to get her in there. Well, she and like, threw it away from Picard. Within, <laughs> she did, but it's like within seconds. There's not even a question like, yeah. there's not even like, oh, after what we went through, are you, you know. Uh, of course she is, because of course every that's what the show is, and everybody that Picard encounters in every season is like, yeah, whatever you say, I'm there, right? Yeah. Um, you know what's funny? I hadn't really ever thought about it, but when he introduced Riker to her, I was like, oh, my God, that's right. They don't know each other. <laughs> right. Right. You just kind of assume they all know each other. Yeah. I, for, I completely forgot that. You forget uh, Picard's that. Actually the, yeah. Picard is the only one from the Enterprise that actually knows Seven. Yeah. She's from a totally different um, universe of the show. Like a totally different. Yeah. They never intersected. Um, so I, you know, I, so this is the, the season that's going to like get, they're like getting the band, but we know they're getting the band back together. I season. actually said that. And that like, I actually said that while said watching that, it. Yeah. I said it already. I was like, they're getting together. the band back together. Cause they already now, have did Will. You get the, <clears throat> did you get <clears> the, <throat> did I'm sorry, frog in my throat. Did you get the feeling, uh, that, that Riker and Deanna are maybe having some marital issues? Yeah, there was some, like, he made a few comments about, 
I mean, first of all, the fact that he's there without her and that yeah. he doesn't really mention having to be like, get her for, you know, there's some comment like that. He makes a comment that like she, yeah. Deanna and the kid are at home and he makes a comment like, oh, I don't think she really cares that much what I do. I forget exactly what he says. Yeah, he, he said says he said something he he said something about um something about them getting being able to have time away from him. Yes, like they would kinda welcome like, the kind of like they'd be happy about or, it. <laughs> yeah, like they're not gonna. Which is interesting because like you talk about him and Deanna being on the outs, but it kind of sounds like he and Deanna and the child are on the, I mean, the child would be older now, right? But not yeah. that much older, but that like, like mostly when your parents split up, your kid maybe like, at least on TV, like the, like both parents love the kid and the kid loves both parents, right? The idea that yeah. the child also like there's something going on there. And I don't know if you saw the promo for next week. But it involves uh, yelling. Not. Deanna is yelling oh. <laughs> in the promo for next week. In the promo for next week, Deanna is saying, like, as soon as he called, you ran right off without even asking me or something like that. Like, I think Deanna's a little bit like enough to yep. have a card adventures, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is yeah. funny because last season, last season when we saw them for a split second, wait, was it last season or the first season that we saw them? First season, right? First they were season. very lovey-dovey, and she was all in. Yeah, they were very, things. they were, yeah, they Lovely, were right? in good shape. Yeah. Um, uh, how do you, how do you feel, I mean, we knew what the storyline was, but how do you like the whole, like, Beverly hasn't, like, the idea that Beverly hasn't spoken to any of them for 20 years was not maybe something that I was spoiled on. Yeah, I wasn't expecting, um, I wasn't expecting that. Um yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what to, how to speculate that because it's not like it was just Picard that she didn't talk to the point. It's all of them. You know, whereas everybody else is kind of kept in touch, she hasn't talked to anybody from the crew in 20 years. Which I kind of get. Did you ever have a bad breakup where you had to let that whole group of friends go? Like, I had a breakup once where I was like, he gets those friends. And he's not even fighting me for them. I'm just like, those friends got to go. I cannot have anybody that's in both of our lives. I got to have a clean break. Like, I don't know if you've ever done that, but um, that happened. Like, if you haven't done it, you've known people who've done it. Yeah, better. I know like, you've got to have that no, clean yeah, break. No, I, yeah. And, and like, but you it can't wasn't have like, anybody. But, but, that, but the last time we saw him, and, well, and then again, they, you know, that's true. They did have that conversation about how they gave it another try and it didn't work. So, I mean, I guess it could be. But it's not like they were just his friends. But, I mean, I guess I, get, I see what you're saying. I think it's going to have something to do with whatever's going on with her quote-unquote son. The big reveal at the end um, of the son. Yeah. I think it's going to have something to do with Jack, why she broke off from everybody, whatever's been going on with her. So um, we should – so putting a pin in that for a second, I mean, you're kind of right so, because <laughs> – Our like, conversation like, and text messages for the last three days. Like, she cut them all off. Like, she cut Deanna off. Like, I could see being, like, I can't deal with Will Riker. He's best friends with Jean-Luc. And I can't deal with, like, Data because, what, like, but, like, that she wouldn't right. ever speak to any of them ever again 100%. Um, and didn't bump into anyone. Like, she was career Starfleet. And so 
in order to not ever see them ever again, does she, like, she left Starfleet? Like, we don't really know, right? But, but so circling back, yeah, there's that huge reveal at the end where this young guy is like, I'm her son, right? So I wasn't expecting that. I was spoiled. We all knew that Jack Crusher, that Beverly, we all knew that somebody had been cast as Jack Crusher, and I think you and I had spoken in advance by text, and we're like, it's obviously a flashback. He's dead. Jack Crusher's dead. It's obviously a flashback. Yeah. Never occurred to me that she would have a son named Jack Crusher because it's absurd in a lot of ways. Yeah. That you know, and you know one thing I thought about? Was the only way I could see her naming a son after her dead ex after her dead husband of twenty thirty years would be yeah. if Jean Luc was the father because Jean Luc right. and Jack were friends and you know so I could totally see that to honor him especially since Jean Luc feels guilty about not saving him in the first place. So. No, 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 I'm not. See, no, no, I'm not saying that's the case. I know no, no, that's my point. I, like, it's that that's that's exactly my point. So that's the only way I could see that it would make sense. If she hooked up some some other guy and was like, "Hey, I want to name the kid Jack after my dead ex, after my dead husband," the guy might be like, "What?" <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but see, that's kind of why I don't think so. Okay, there's many, many reasons why it's not Jean-Luc's son, right? We don't believe it's Jean-Luc's son. Oh, no, it's absolutely not. But I think if he was Jean-Luc's son, to name him Jack, like, I, it's just weird because, like, first of all, like, let me name him. Uh, so I'm having a baby with you, even though you don't know about it. Let me name him after not only my husband who's been dead for 30 years, who was your best friend, who you have always felt guilty about getting him killed. Like, why would I do that, right? It just makes no sense at all for her to to really right. name any man's son Jack. Like, if she – any way that she has a son, it just makes no sense to name him Jack unless the many, many things we texted about today that make it make yeah. more sense than it, anything like except the, it being a natural baby makes more husband. sense, right? Yeah. yeah. So, okay, our, our, so, yeah, that so, – everybody's like, what are they talking about? What we're talking about is we think that is Jack from her first marriage. We think that is some timey-wimey shit going on here. Or, as Karen pointed out in the text message, a clone or an android or alternate reality or, yeah. And after one episode, there's so many possibilities think there's some way that it is actually the original Jack Crusher in one form or another. Yeah. It's not her son. I mean, the first, it's not a son named yeah, after Jack. So the first thing I noticed is how much the original actor from the flashbacks of TNG and this new actor, they have very, very similar in, in looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, and they're both the same age the actors are at least mm-hmm. or about, you know, they're about the same age. So that's what first got me thinking. I'm like, I'm like this got to, it's gotta be time. <laughs> like I, 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 and it's Star Trek. So I think it could totally make sense. I mean, they're, to, I mean, she's involved in something. I mean, there's this new species that's hunting them mm-hmm. and, you know, and there's all this mystery surrounding it. The fact that she hasn't talked to anybody in 20 years. I mean, Yeah. 
I mean, we'll find out hopefully a lot yeah. more in episode two. But uh, I mean, I feel like the twenty years is a huge clue to it not being her biological son because, like, but, it is mentioned at it's mentioned at least three or four times in this episode. Jean Luc, like, I haven't talked to her in twenty years. I think he says over twenty years, but I think he means yeah. like twenty and a half years, twenty one years, and this guy Whatever who's her means. son is older than 20. The kid's older than 20. Jack is older than 20 years. Right. Like, the actor yeah. in real life is 34. Even if he's playing younger, this guy's at least 25 years old, right? And there's no way yeah. Beverly had some secret son that she knew about that somehow nobody else knew about. This is not possible. Like, she acquired right. a 30-year-old son within the last less than 20 years, which yeah. I love your idea, and you brought it up first, that he somehow is Jack. He went through a yeah. wormhole. He went but, through a time warp. Yeah. The one thing that I thought about after the fact, though, is if it is Jack, you know, the original Jack, why does mm-hmm. he not recognize Picard? It's the only well, thing that put a wrinkle in my theory. Oh, well, a bunch of reasons why. Because he's a clone and therefore doesn't have the memories and lived experience. He's an well, alternate he's not the original universe. Jack. He's a clone. All right. Or he's yeah. an alternate universe Jack who didn't have the same experience with Jean-Luc. Or, right? Like there, or he somehow... <laughs> yep, <that> works. <laughs> or for some reason his memory was lost. Right? Like memory loss is a huge... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, it's a, it's a little soap opera-ish, but for some reason mm-hmm. he doesn't have the memory... Like, I also posited that could he be a lifelike android like we saw in earlier seasons of this show who doesn't, didn't get those, or had the memories suppressed or whatever, right? Right. I don't think he's an android. I think he's a real person. I think you're right. He's he's really her son. I'm a little creeped out by the idea, her really husband. I'm a little creeped out by the idea that she's traveling around the universe with her husband saying he's her son (laughs) and whether like does, and here's the thing, does this guy know that he's her husband or not? Like, is he, is he aware? uh, As we discussed a la Highlander, young looking guy who's actually old with an old wife and he knows her and he's like, I still love you even though you're old, but let's not tell anybody. Or does he not know? And she's, like she's trying to protect, she's trying to protect him for some. Like they're after him, not after her. They're after him, whether he knows it or not. They mm. they're after him, right? Right. I mean, also, so new unknown species of alien. They could also be alt universe, like as a lot discovered right. there from like the alt universe. Right. So, yeah, and I said I this know. in text too is. The sign of a good first episode is when you have so many questions because <laughs> you're like, oh, my God. Right. And theories so are so yin-yang. Yep. Don't know what's going on and, like, in a good way. Like, can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, Now Karen lost. Jesus Christ. Hello? This is not the night for our... Yeah. I hung up. <laughs> this is not... I hung up on myself. Oh, I'm you hung mistake. up. 
sorry. I hung up on you. I'm like, like, you stopped, you stopped mid-sentence, and I was like, what the hell? And I looked at the switchboard and went, where'd she go? <laughs> I hung up. I hung up. I was going anyway, to say, say, I really, I was say, I, you know, I really like the idea of bringing the original, bringing Jack back in whatever form or another. Um, this is going to be the last season of Picard and probably the last we see of this character, right? Like, like um, mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart's kind of old. He does a lot of other work. Still, when's he going to retire? Like, this is probably the end of it, right, for this character yeah. with this actor in this form. And I kind of like that they're addressing this, like, major lingering thing from the next generation that maybe I didn't even really think I needed to have resolved until I was like, oh, this is really interesting to resolve the Jack Crusher thing. Like, it's been one of the major guilt factors of Jean-Luc's life, right? That he feels like yeah. he's responsible for getting Jack Crusher killed, and it's a major reason why he and Beverly not to get, never got together in the original series, right? Yep. Like, yeah. they always had sparks. They never pursued it. He always felt like he got this guy killed. Whether or not he was attracted, I mean, it's bad enough to be attracted to your best friend's wife, and then you get him killed, maybe. Um, and it's a, it's a major, I mean, it's probably one of the few major regrets of Jean-Luc's career. He doesn't, Jean-Luc doesn't really, isn't that guy that, I mean, he, yeah, this, these last three seasons have been about introspection, but he never was really the guy that, like, looked back and second-guessed. You can't be a successful Starfleet captain if you're second-guessing your actions all the time, right? Right. But I feel like this is the thing that if I look back on all of Star Trek, I'm like, oh, the one thing I really wish they resolved was his guilt over Jack. No, I never thought of that. But now I'm like, this is a great no. <laughs> idea for the final season, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, I think all right. So. And a great, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Can't wait to, I think, I don't know how many episodes there are, but I'm looking forward to this season a lot. More so maybe than either of the previous two. Yeah, yeah, this season's going to be a lot of fun. And I, I love mm-hmm. that the the uh, first episode was called The Next Generation. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's going to, I mean, The Next Generation with Jack, but, you know, there are going to be some other Next generation kind of, I don't want to spoil stuff, but there's well, some other Next generation well, yeah, things I going mean, on that you might know about. Well, on the Titan, um, Jordy's daughter is the helmsman. Yeah. Yeah, Jordy's daughter. So. Yeah, I mean they make a little thing about that. He's like, oh, Jordy. He yeah. doesn't actually. I I felt like it was a little in passing. Like, what? Jordy's daughter? Like, yeah, he's one of your lifelong best friends. He could have made a little bit bigger deal, but that was kind of cool. I assume that she's going to yeah. have a bigger role, and Jordy's going to be in it, and Deanna's going to be in it, and Date is going to be in it, right? Like they're they're giving the band back together this season. So, yeah. uh, but having his daughter. And Jack and whatever, like, I'm looking forward to what other, I mean, I don't know. I have no reason to believe that Wesley Crusher would appear, given what, what happened when we saw him last. Could also yeah, be no, an yeah. excuse to have him appear, right? As far as as far as I know, Will Wheaton does not appear this season, because he's clearly taken a different path in life, was where we saw him at the finale last year. He's with that organization of protectors, so... He's a traveler. Travelers, they're called, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, those are called. I I would, they're called. But 
AJ, if I asked you one year ago, you would have said to me, as far as I know, Wesley Crusher is not going to be in the seat, right? That was like well concealed for yeah, a long time. Yeah, that was a that was a really was be that was a well kept that was a well kept secret. <laughs> I had yeah. no idea. But I think with this yeah. with this season, because of everybody, so many of everybody coming back, I, I'm sure that question's been asked and either lied about or uh, <laughs> who yeah. knows. I mean, you're right. Alrighty. He did put his character to bed pretty well last season. So, anyway, yeah. yeah. Great. Looking forward to it. All right. So, thank you, everybody, for listening. All right. Next week, and maybe we'll have Quantum Leap. I don't know what NBC's plans are. I mean, right as of right now, it's on next Monday. We'll see if it hap- uh, if they change anything at the last minute again. Damn you, Magnum P.I. Uh, and then March 1st. We get the Mandalorian back. Oh, my God. I can't wait. And I'm going to be away so, that next that week, but I'm going <laughs> to text you a million things for, to say. So then we'll have, we'll have for, one week, for one week or maybe two weeks, we'll have two shows that have Pedro Pascual in it. Oh, my God. Pedro Pascual. <laughs> uh, All right. It's two best shows. All right. Thank you, everybody, for Thank listening. You. We'll do it again next week. All right. Have a good Bye-bye. week, Karen. You too. Good night. Bye.